live. Hey, Concrete. What's goody? Girl, it's finally hump day. Wednesday, honey. It's hump day. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely. How has your day been? How has your week been? All the things. <laughs> Still the same. I am still being mentioned in the news. Oh, so God. shout out to everybody that's new and that's been talking shit about me. So good to see you Dang, guys. It's going up still, girl. Today, yeah. Listen, still. I think every time I wake up, there's another stream, and I'm like, oh my is, God. I wonder is that helping our views? Like, can, are they sending? They, like, what's tea? If they, if they, you know, still going on and on about it, can we, you know, can you send send some additional? We doing good, but you know, we we you know, we won't turn down additional views. No, we won't turn down additional views, but it has been a hellified week. Mm. Um, I've been having conversations with different ladies mm. and um, there was somebody that just uh, really tried to explain it to me where they think okay. I'm fucking up at as far as this topic is concerned. Oh, And um, I've been really trying to map that out but okay. you've yeah. been very open even in our discussion you know I, I, one thing about me like even with my friends um I'm, I'm gonna be honest with my friends like i'm going to be like i'm never gonna be try to hurt their feelings or be nasty to them but um i with my own growth and development because i used to be like oh you know i don't want to hurt my friends so i would be uh, very passive aggressive with things that I had to say, but now I'm just pretty upfront about it, but still considering their feelings. And I can say that you have been taking it on the chin and definitely um, open to, you know, hearing other views uh, as it well, relates to everything that happened. Well, um, I'm trying not to be as defensive and I have a problem with like, if I feel somebody's trying to tell me something, especially if I just don't see or understand their viewpoint all the way. And and it depends on how they come at me. So if you come at me and you're like, look, la, 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 la. I can take that. I can take that. I can process that. But if you yelling shit at me, that's going to go wrong. If you yeah. talking shit or you trying to be condescending, that's going to go wrong. Um, so it in in essence it's just like yeah. you know just listening trying to understand trying to understand other viewpoints mm -hmm. and you know trying to uh come to some resolve with a lot of the issues i can't say i've tried to tell you different things and sometimes you'd be like you ain't trying to hear it so that's why i say <laughs> i can i can definitely notice a difference in um, you know, when we were able to have a discussion earlier and just how you were able to take the feedback and stuff and just respond in a way that wasn't defensive versus yeah. at some different times I've been like, I don't know. And you'd be like, oh, or you're not necessarily nasty about it, but you like, it's apparent that you ain't trying to hear that mess. <laughs> but, um, uh, you're, girl, you're, now, you know, you know how I am. Um, yeah. because if there are some things that I feel like is some I don't need it. Shit. Yeah, If you keep coming with it, baby, that's that sad energy. Y'all be like corrective criticism <laughs> for who? 
Well, what? Them egos so big, baby. Ooh, well, please. generally, I don't need it. Um. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. There we go. Generally, I don't <laughs> need it. Um, generally, um, mm-hmm. I hear you, know, you. I am. I am generally on the side of right. And Jesus what I Christ. try to do is bring other people to that <laughs> side of right. Other people be having a problem. I'm not dealing with you it. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. Um, shout out to MGTOW University. You're so, you're so messy, MGTOW. He oh. says, you and Faith was having a mature convo until mm. guest number two started calling you names. Mm. <sighs> Woo child. Listen, MGTOW. It's so hard for me to go back and listen to that conversation. And this is the funny thing with me. Mm-hmm. I have a temper out of this world, but I hate seeing myself go off. It makes me feel so I'd be like, oh my gosh, you could have handled that better. And I mean, right. you know, like I'm a I'm a dating coach and stuff. Excuse <laughs> me, a masculinity coach. And I know that I can't handle my male clients like that. And mm-hmm. so I don't be wanting that to reflect badly on my business. And so when I go back and I watch and I'm like, she did start calling me names, but I could have just left the panel. And right. it's like um, when somebody that I haven't bothered and they come and say, well, you, I don't like you and I used to like you and now I don't like you anymore. And it's stuff like that that just kind of sends me over the edge because yeah. I'm like, oh my God, who the fuck? Mm-hmm. And and then I just go off and then I be sitting there and half the time I don't be remembering what I said when I went off and then I yeah. go and listen to the show. I be like, damn. I, I feel you. I, I'm not one of those people that's going to tell you, you know, like you got to take the high road when somebody comes. I be trying. I, I be trying. <laughs> I get that. And like I am just not a nasty person. I don't go looking to cause trouble with folks. I just, I just don't. I mind my business. So as a result, if you come for me, like I'm not going to try to take the high road because typically I didn't send for you in the first fucking place. So if you coming for me and you disrespecting me coming at my neck and coming from my relationship, coming from my marriage, coming from my children, then I'm not going to try to be dignified and, and, and you know, um, take the high road and not come, at, not give you the same energy. Uh-uh, baby, no. <laughs> Shout out to Demetrius. He says, try to defend your point yesterday in the chat. Um, Demetrius, watch out, watch it. out, honey. It these streets is hot. Listen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Baby, these streets is hot. Watch True. your ass, cause if you say one wrong thing, you gonna end up on the summer jam screen, honey. Every time I turn around, they be like, "Fuck, sister, Joe." Fuck, sister. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, Ew. not me. That's okay. I'm coming. No worries. Mm. Um, D Mac, I'm better than Melanie. Um, Melanie is not a, a masculinity coach. She's just a regular ass dating coach. Mm-hmm. I am a Wait, masculinity Melanie? coach. Melanie King. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, she's a dating coach. I mean, how many of those do we have? How many masculinity coaches are there? Mm-hmm. None. I'm here for you guys. <laughs> and um, you know, the sale is over now. 
Oh, um, so it's back to but the price that we went back are up? back to regular prices. Um, mm -hmm. I am now charging a thousand dollars per hour um, <laughs> for my. Why is that so funny? Oh no, I was laughing at my phone. Oh, oh okay. I think you need to be paying attention to the show, <laughs> but I am charging just just a measly thousand yeah. dollars per hour for mm. you high value men. Okay. Because um, you they have to be high up. value. Yeah. I'm sure they so, have it. Yeah, you know, it's so many guys. That, the manosphere is where the money is. Ain't that what mm -hmm. they say? Okay. Mm. So, uh, $1,000 per hour. Um, I might run a sale. I might run a Father's Day sale. I might. Yeah, yeah, it depends yeah. on how you guys act. But, um, yeah, I might run a sale for Father's Day. You guys have been so supportive. Stay so. tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I missed another super chat. Uh-oh. Shout out to MGTOW University says, yeah, sis, you was doing too much with the threats with you know what, but I enjoyed every minute of it. Mm -hmm. He said you was going in. You was going I, in. She told me she was going to beat me up. And I'm oh. like, uh -oh. oh, not beat me up, girl. Mm -hmm. Not do that. <laughs> okay. So all bets were off at that point. You know, I just, I, I, um, Y'all know I've been in um what they call that thing where you go and they have you punching a um like smash and shit. I've been in anger management like a few oh. times and mm -hmm. I be trying to work on it. They be like, fuck that. Where where okay. is Keisha? And hmm. um yeah, I don't try to be Keisha all the time. It's not my thing, but you know, I gotta Some, get people sometimes, what they Sometimes, you know, the in the instance may call for it, but you know. Yeah, I don't try to be Keisha all the time, but hey. Hey, what's it? Whatever. But what um, else is going on, Chai? Uh, my week has been pretty chill for the most part. Nothing major going on, really. Um, it's been a pretty chill week. Um, a few things going on the end of the week, but it's been just chill and no complaints. I like chill weeks. It's been a long time since I had a chill week, and I'm grateful for that. Um, but what about some tea? Like it's, it seemed like it's been a lot going on in, you know, media and, um, yeah, we got a little bit of tea. Girl, start us off. We'll okay. So firstly, firstly, did you see young Miami and Gina, I can't even pronounce her last name, uh, going at it about Diddy, about 50 plus year old Diddy fight it was like a serious cat fight gina posted a photo of diddy kissing her i think they went to some event award show together and young miami uh you know made some snide comments they were like it was like all-out cat fight they were exchanging negative comments about one another young miami said i ain't gonna hop off that d i'm gonna keep sleeping with him and all the things called her washed up talks about the carpet that she has you know raggedy she's sleeping with a billionaire but ain't no nothing it was just kind of nasty so i wanted to know if you saw it and if so what are your thoughts are these chicks crazy for fighting over a 50 year old 50 plus year old diddy hell no diddy a billionaire <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're going to fight over somebody, make sure you're fighting over a billion. I mean, if you got to fight over somebody, <laughs> bitch, don't be stupid. Yeah, fight. <laughs> fight to the death. Don't be an idiot. Hell yeah, fight over a billionaire. I mean, listen, 
Listen, ladies, there's not going to be too many times where I'm going to tell you be in your feminine energy. Bitch, this is a billion dollars on the line. You fight. <laughs> Fuck that. No, fight. Listen, feminine energy go out the window. I mean, you well, can fight and be like. face up and get it in. Listen, if young Miami got to take off the earring, sweetie, I promise I'm not going to oh, sit there God. and be like, oh, my God. No, get that bitch. Yeah, okay. fight. Okay. It's a um, billion dollars on the table. Uh, oh, yeah. Lord have mercy. You know what this <laughs> made me think about when we was kids, how we used to be like, baddest one hit my hand. <laughs> like, like, literally, in order to start off a fight in school, like, you people would either put, like, a pencil on their shoulder and, like, dare you to knock it off, or it was, like, to start off the fight, you said, like, the baddest one hit my hand. And it's, yeah. like, really and truly, <laughs> it's just so Listen. juvenile that, like, I get, I understand what you're saying. If you go fight but if yeah. Diddy is supposed to be this billionaire and he's promoting peace and love like you would expect the women around him to kind of exercise a certain type of decorum would you not i mean it's diddy uh <sighs> i mean have you read like some of the old stuff about diddy diddy is a street nigga first i mean um a billionaire no he's, he's a billionaire now life. first and a street dude second I mean, um, Diddy know what's good. Uh, bit Diddy probably is like, oh, they fighting over me. I don't even think he get hard for that kind of stuff anymore. He's just like, you know, it's just too I, mean, I would expect a man uh, th that's that mature. Um, uh, okay, deleted vids. Good night. Um, to like, uh repulsive to be offended at you know chicks fighting publicly over him and the the exchanging of of you know, uh, vulgar language between the two women he's sleeping with. Like he had Cassie in check. Like she knew her place. He mm. he messing with a new breed. Now you know you go with them Miami. <laughs> chicks. Cassie was probably Ooh. scared because he was never mind. And mm. and then young Miami looked like she sleep with knives and shit under her pillow. So he probably don't pull the same shit with her. Oh, you know, you know dudes know who to play with. You know, they know who to play um, with. You know what? And somebody said, I said a 50 year old Diddy. No, no, no. I wasn't saying that as if to minimize him, but I'm saying like he he he's over the hill. And these are two very young women. That money um, ain't though. <laughs> you that's true. Lady, <laughs> you know, hey, hey, that hey, money ain't though. You. I feel you. I'm, I just was putting it out there, presenting a different side. But you know, I get it. I understand. Um, personally, I probably wouldn't have done all that. Um, but you know, it's young Miami. Come I mean, young Miami, the city girls don't ain't really had a hit since like act up like mm. a hit hit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like a couple songs in there, but, uh, no, I, I get it. Like, yeah, girl, okay. get them beats. Don't like beats, yeah. beats, but you know, get, um, get them, get that music, get that I production. <laughs> don't be I stupid. Did. You know, like okay. if you got to do it, do. Yeah. That's the, that's appropriate. That's really I'm mad at it at all. <laughs> Um, shout out to Chantel commentary. She says, greetings, ladies. Did all the, did this all start because you were defending KS statement about choosing a man over oh. your child? Um, Chantel, I am going to say in concrete, I think this is probably more misopen for me. Um, mm -hmm, I think so. <laughs> nobody ever defended KS, um, KS's statement. I was asked did I agree. And I never said whether I agreed or disagreed. Um, I am saying you should fully investigate. You should check on your children, period. Um, and I don't think 
there's ever an occasion where I ever told any woman to choose a man over her child. Um, that's yeah. just ridiculous. And yeah, but keep listening. Keep listening. Next, this week, this week upcoming, um, I'll do a live stream and break down everything. And um, hopefully you guys will join me. You know, um, I want to I want to have a really honest discussion, the honest discussion that we could have had about this topic um, versus the ratchetry that took place. There I go. Yeah. That's, that's the way to put it. Yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Um, shout out to Native Arain. And he says, what up, Sister George? Just showing support to you and your and the sister. You remind me of my older sister now that I think about it. You have good talking points. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Native. We really, Absolutely. really appreciate that. Thank you. And we have one more. Shout out to CD. He says, ha ha, I agree. Black women fight over so much more trivia-ish, like Lori Harvey diet. So may as well scrap over a billion. You damn listen, right. Black women will fight over Pookie. Like, listen, if Pookie putting mm. it down, you think black chicks is not going to fight over him, be ready to scrap? L listen, they will, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Uh, but if you had to fight over something, the billion would be the time to fight. That that's, that's like you. girl. You know, I, I yeah, I feel you. I, I have no argument for that. I just really wanted to know what your thoughts were on it, what your take was on it. Um, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, girl. I um, I do have one other quick thing. Um, I don't know if you've seen the news, but it has, um, it looks like some information has come out regarding BLM and their and, uh, the co-founder and their mismanagement of funds. And it's going all making its way around uh, on social media about how she paid her baby daddy close to a million dollars for security or something like that. Paid her brother um, a bunch of money, several hundred thousand dollars for, you know, minuscule things like handed out cash like it wasn't nothing. And we already know that there's already been allegations about the monies that were collected and what what they were doing with the money or what they weren't doing with the money, which was supporting the victims families. And so, um, you know, they're being that they are a nonprofit, their records are public, uh, their tax records. And yeah, a lot of people are have a lot to say about it. And I wanted to know if you saw it. And if so, what your thoughts are? I didn't see it. Um, um, no, I didn't see it. So I don't know. Well, um, you know, essentially she, uh, I've seen a lot of people making the argument that's, that's essentially nepotism. A lot of black women saying she ain't doing nothing, no different than other charitable uh, charities do and other corporations do. And why are we, you know, hard on black people when they do what, you know, white folks been doing for years. And my bone of contention with all of this is that she collected these funds for years and the movement was under the guise of, you know, um, fighting for or, or you know, um, standing in the gap for those who, black men who were killed unjustly. Um, 
And I feel like she's tainting the movement, not because, you know, she hired people in her family um, who knows what their qualifications were, but not because of that solely, but because there were already tons of questions surrounding the way that the funds were being spent. And she conveniently stepped down and she, um, there are all, you know, had purchased a $6 million mansion, which was supposed to be for the organization. And she was throwing her baby parties there and, you know, doing other things and misuse of the property. And I just feel like it creates this cloud around the movement. And it is very easy for mainstream media to, um, essentially nullify all the work that the movement has done because now there's these questions surrounding how the funds are being appropriated or misappropriated. Um, The movement is going to be reduced to her fraud or fraudulence um, surrounding it. So every time, every time we do something good, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you you end up being taken. Exactly. and of course she didn't go no the um the website did not say that the money would go to the victims but for you to collect all of those funds and essentially i'm sure people weren't under the impression that it was going to go to pay your family i'm sure people weren't sending in money with the hopes that your family would become millionaires off of it and you not invest in any kind of community programs or anything any you know even putting it behind getting legislation passed like I don't know what tangible thing she did with the funds that she collected. Yeah. Um, girl, she balled out, bought chains and watches in a house. Baby. I'm just saying like, I hate when we do stuff like this because I feel like it really taints the whole movement, but I'm going to tell you something. Black women ain't going to speak on it. I saw something where this woman was saying that every black leader that we've ever had in the history has done, um, has disrespected black women in one way or another. Like she was picking Mm. apart the Panthers and some of their SA allegations. Um, like that coldest ice book and, you know, different, not cold as ice. Um, I forgot the book that um, the founder of the Black Panthers wrote and, you know, some of the things that he was saying as it relates to assaulting Black women and just other members of the party and some of their, um, you know, negative behavior or criminal behavior and just essentially painting this picture like, oh, she talked about Martin Luther King and how he cheated on his wife. Just painting this picture of how bad every black leader has done, nullifying all the work that they've done, nullifying the concrete things that we've seen or and still get to benefit from today that their movements um, created and, you know, just dogging them out. So I was going back and forth with her for a significant period of time and all the people in the comments, baby, they was on me. <laughs> I literally had to Girl. end up blocking her. I was so tired of getting tagged in it. But I I assure you that we won't see anything like that as it relates to the BLM movement. Like I said, I've already seen black women make excuses for it. And that's not to say mm-hmm. that white corporations and white charities don't do some of the same things, but literally you Listen. were already under a microscope. And just because white folks do it doesn't doesn't justify you doing some of the the you know um, deplorable things that we see them do in their organization. So are we literally trying to you know um, or replicate what we see them doing because? we we identify that they have problems within their own um, organizations and structures. I'm not saying it was wrong of her to hire family and things of that nature, but I am saying that she should have been far more careful um, with the funds that were collected because she knew that at some point in time there was going to have to be an accounting for all that she collected and that there would be scrutiny surrounding the way she was spending that money. Mm, 
girl. We'll see how it turns out. But yes, um, you know, it's still like Umar building the school all over again. Child. <laughs> you Go know what? Listen, uh, uh, listen. I, I feel like it's worse. I, I am not even lying. I will. I give Umar more credit than I would give the BLM organization because he does have something tangible. He does have a physical building, despite the fact that it ain't a school up and running and it's a it's it's it has you know has no um, piping and it's a bunch of things wrong with the building. <laughs> I give him more credit than, and he didn't c- collect a tenth of what they collected. If they collected ninety million dollars, Umar collected what seven hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollars. No, he collected that. That's what he said out loud. Um, we don't know how much money that man collected. We ain't heard nothing about Umar's tax returns. Nothing. Mm, nothing at all. Um, ain't no telling how much money that man collected. And then at one point, it seems like he stopped being transparent about how much money he was collecting. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, oh, I'm collecting this, collecting this, yeah. and y'all ain't giving enough. And then he went super duper quiet. Like, he oh, did. Yeah. He, he did. He actually, no, he still, po- he posts about it. He's still posting a a, a, a a link for people to donate and challenging you for donating less than what he think you should if you only give a few dollars. <laughs> but I, I don't believe that he collected $90 million to, nah. to the tune of $90 million. And I just think they're really... Mer- they're really making a mockery of the movement and and that's unfortunate because that's what they expect from us we already under a microscope and i'm not trying to prove anything to white folks or nor do we need their validation but it is very telling that you mismanage those funds in the way in which you did and there are a lot of families that didn't receive a dime from that organization which we get that that wasn't your ultimate mission but you know you live in you live in lavishly off of the donations Oh, facts. Uh, homegirl was like, let me get me a mansion. Let me get that new S600. Um, baby, she's, uh, she's I'm she's telling chilling. you. Good. Baby daddy said I'm staying around because um, she collecting <laughs> these funds. I, I know she going to give me a role. You know he went back to hitting it and everything. He Listen. was like, baby, for close to a cool meal, I, I'm, I'm still with baby mama, you know. <laughs> Loving on her and shit. Ooh, you know so how cute. they do. Listen, you know he wanted that old thing. I ain't back. never leaving you at all, ever, baby. We gonna be together forever. <laughs> Listen, he he waking up taking Junior to school every morning, cooking breakfast. <laughs> oh, they the dressing her like your shit. <laughs> Listen, he turned into a homosexual before a hefty price tag. <laughs> Um, shout out to Danny L. Um, damn, we actually have the same name. That's funny. Um, she says supposedly BLM collected over ninety million and only gave two hundred and forty k to Trayvon Martin wow. Foundation. Wow, God, damn. And you know we had like some people. I think it was Tamir Rice. There was another family that said they didn't receive anything. Like, make it make sense. I just think that's trifling. I don't. I don't like. It. I don't like it one bit. Especially because if it was a black male-led movement, baby, like we wouldn't hear the end of it. Black women would be going to war. They would be waging a war against it. You would be seeing it all over social media, shared and people making content regarding it and all the things. I just think that, you know, yeah, I, I think she was wrong in that. See, when you single Danny L, that's why you can't have niggas all up in your money business. She wasn't supposed to tell him she wasn't collecting shit, and she was mm. supposed to be over there talking about I ain't. I, they won't even send me no damn money. Ah. And 
She was supposed to been over there acting like she was broke. Yeah, um, all that money, and she uh, she gave him a meal and didn't still didn't get a ring. Listen, maybe I, mean, I hope she the one that don't want to get married. I hope that's <laughs> on her. Like, listen, that's a waste. But you know what? Um, and interestingly enough, regarding that, did you see how I think it? Oh, Supercent, like she bought her boyfriend for their one year anniversary yeah a plot of land and everybody was saying how she's a sugar mama that they're not even married and a one and one year is a short amount of time to be with someone to gift them such a large purchase um what are your thoughts on that i think super generally jumps into situations head first uh heart first head last um we've seen time and time again where she's ended up with men that weren't um, worth the type of money that she has and she ends up being like very loving and and loyal and then or because i heard she cheated on the last boy first and oh. then he cheated okay. and then um you know it was a thing but i think that um yeah she she needs to watch it and not to say it gets to a point to where when you see a celebrity in and out of these relationships and you're basically able to track their life and see you know how they move and everything it's almost like you hold your breath because you don't want it to end up into something bad and you don't mm. want to see her hurt again mm. so it's like i always get scared for super because i i um I think I had mentioned her in something I wrote one at one point, but um, I love her business acumen, and mm -hmm. you know, I, I thought you know I love Super. Super is funny. I think everybody likes Super because like she has this story that's relatable for yeah. black people. Literally, you know, she grinded her way to uh, you know a multi million dollar business, and everybody loves those stories, you know. But um, I I do think that you know she jumps the gun as it relates to like you know, spoiling the men that she's in relationship with. Now, you know, myself, if I were like, I don't believe in, I, if I were a millionaire, um, me personally, I would be open to dating men that were not in my tax bracket. But if I were open to dating, you know, being open to dating those men, if I'm doing something that I enjoy and I want to go on vacation to the Maldives and, you know, you have a regular nine to five and you only make a hundred thousand or 200,000 compared to my million, baby, come on, babe, we, we going, I'm going to be your sugar mama, but I don't know if I'm going to gift you a whole, whole plot of land. Like I want, I, I don't want to go by myself. I want to enjoy your company too. So but, what you gonna um, do? You gonna act like these dudes up in the mental sphere? Like so, if she come ask you to pay a couple bills, then what? You be no, like, I ain't paying your bills. But well, you, you ain't gonna pay that man bills. You're her millionaire. You gotta be able. I I believe in only dating men who are able to sustain themselves. You have to be able to sustain your own standard of living, however it is that you live. If it's in a shoebox, you gotta be able to pay them bills yourself. But you will be able to enjoy experiences with me. And yeah, come on, babe, I got you. So. Is it going to be like one of those things to like, if you pay, you're the only person that gets to decide what you mean? Like, uh, no, 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 I'm not like that. I don't believe in like, I'm not even, I'm not like that. I would even, uh, I am very conscious because I like very masculine men who typically are not comfortable with a woman spoiling them. I'm cognizant of that. Even like when we go out to dinner and things of that nature, although I got the bread, I'm gonna let you grab the bill. 
you know, although, you know, we going out to dinner and doing nice things. I'm going to let you handle some of that. But the vacation would certainly be on me. We would probably be at an all inclusive resort. Let me ask you one quick question. Mm -hmm. Um, And have you heard of this phenomenon? (laughs) Because it's a phenomenon to me. It's something so new Um, where you and your man going out and your man broke as fuck. Mm-hmm. And you hand him your card and be like, pay for this for me. Uh, no, I haven't heard of that phenomenon. <laughs> that's, that's a new one. Uh, that is a new one. <laughs> but um, are you going to flip your man a card and be like, pay for no. it? No, <laughs> I'm just going to pay the bill. Like, OK, so once I went out with my husband when, before we were married and not now he didn't have the money, but he forgot his wallet and he literally had changed pants. He came home from the gym, changed pants and, you know, we were getting ready to go out and he forgot his wallet. So I paid and he was like, damn, I forgot my wallet. Da, 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 da. I paid. I'm not going to be like, I'm going to send something to your Apple Pay and you take care of it from that point. But when we got home, <laughs> guess what he, did? he zelled me the money, which I told him he didn't have to. I'm like, it's not, you know, that serious. But, you know, he likes to you know, he likes to pay and I don't mind letting him go. Go ahead, pull it out. No, girl, I have to tell you about curling. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and it's so embarrassing. Uh-oh. So, when me and Curlin go to the like, let's say we go shopping, and Curlin hates shopping, um, unless it's for, I don't know, Curlin might go shopping for like some music equipment or some shit, or computer stuff, like his, he'll do his that. hobbies. Yeah, and he'll, right, he's right. good with that. He's fine with that. But we went to uh, Macy's one day and I was trying to, um, you know, like I'm trying to pick out some clothes and stuff. And we went to the register and he just sat there and I pulled out my wallet and, you know, I paid for everything. And he was sitting there. He was like, man, it feels so good to be tricked on. I was sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm going to let you too. Oh, go yeah. He was like, uh, you got it. <laughs> go ahead. Ah. He's like, it's coming out the same account. But I was like, you got some yeah, people okay, thinking well, that. It doesn't matter. Don't have these folks thinking I'm your sugar mama. And he was like, so? <laughs> you know, y'all uh, finances are combined. But I don't mind. Like, whenever we go to a store, he always pays too. So that's why I'd be like, oh, getting a, getting the good snacks when he go in the store with me. Because I'm like, you know, it's, it's all on him. Which, you know, typically that's one of the things I handle. Groceries is like one of the bills that I handle. But I was going to ask you this real quick. Have you heard of, I've been seeing like women talk about on social media, um, like kind of, how important it is for you to show a man that you're interested and give him signs such as a wink or send him a drink or send like, for example, if it's like a group of guys and the man and like they're celebrating something and you find one of them to be attractive to send him a shot, or it could be a celebratory shot. Maybe it's the birthday guy, send him a shot for his birthday, or if not, just sending him a shot. And I've heard a lot of other women talk about how they send a a order of wings over to a man that they're interested in. So I want to know if you've heard of that and what you think of that, like a woman kind of shooting her shot via something as simple as a wink or sending over a shot or some wings. I am in actual agreement of that. Um, The factor of the matter is ladies are so offended by men wanting to approach them nowadays. Right. And so if a man is staring at you, ew, you ugly motherfucker, don't look at me. 
Ew, don't talk to me. I'm at the grocery store. Ew, I don't feel like being bothered. Don't talk to me when I'm in the streets. Don't talk to me when I'm at the grocery store. Don't talk to me at the gym. Don't you dare try to, um, I think I saw somebody trying to move a mat into someone. Anyway, um, I feel like if women know what they want, men are supposed to be the hunters, but we see that women are the new niggas now. We the new niggas. Um, if if she's trying to shoot her shot, uh, wings is a good way. Um, you I know, and then cute. then if you're not looking for anything that deep and you just want to have fun, generally if you do something like that, guys are not used to being treated nice by mm -hmm. you American women. And so <laughs> when you do something like that, it generally sets you apart. Um it generally sets you apart from everybody else mm -hmm. and that usually ends up getting your whole tab taken care of especially if you send in some sh shit to a baller and you're halfway attractive <sighs> they'll pay for I your think whole it's cute. Tab. i definitely yeah, I see nothing wrong with it i'm pretty reserved and i'm not shy but i'm reserved once you start talking to me i'll never shut up but um i think it's cute i would definitely probably do the little wink thing um Oh, if I would be bold enough to send some wings Hi, over. How you and your man yeah. meet? Did you wink at him? No, I wasn't even, I was in my phone getting ready to walk back to work. I wasn't paying any attention. Um, he noticed me. And then when I saw him, I was like, okay, hey, handsome. Um, but no, I, I don't, I wasn't even putting any cues out there. So you said, hey, handsome, or you was No, I was like... thinking, <laughs> I was thinking that. I did not say that. So I just, what did you say? You just he looking spoke at him? to me, and I was like, "Oh, hi, how are you?" And you was friendly. I was. Oh, I'm. I'm very. And I'm. I'm. I'm a smile. Like I, if if I had noticed him looking at me, I would have smiled, even if I weren't interested. I smile like I'm just. A, I don't have a resting bee face. I'm very you don't pleasant. Smile. I have a pleasant demeanor, so I would have smiled, but I was like, pay, wasn't paying that close attention. Um, but when we locked eyes, I was like, "Oh, hi, how are you?" And he's. He was like, you know, I'm good or, you know, and asked me something. And I was like, actually, I'm on my lunch break. And he ended up giving me his business card. Um, he's in insurance. So he ended up giving me his business card and I hit him up. So it was a very quick, brief interaction initially. Oh, how how nice. Yeah. Finally so. learning this love story. Girl, I ain't even know. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. <laughs> but I, I smile. Like, when I, when I would go clubbing, like, I am very pleasant. And I'll smile and, you know, like, hi, how are you? And, you know, like, a guy will buy me a drink. I'll chat with him. Like, typically, I am the person who, oh, like, my friends hate this about me because I am the person who, if I smile at a guy, we exchange, you know, um, we are engaging in conversation. I will spend the whole night talking to him. And they'd be like, get him the hell oh away from God, here. Like, oh, like, they get mad because I don't I be like too. cutting it off or I'll be, I will literally spend not like, I'm, I'm not out on the floor, dance floor. I mean, I'll dance a little bit, but I'm like, you know, I will, I've done that so many times, literally spend the whole night talking to somebody like, you know, getting to know them. Where are you from? <laughs> like, what do you do? Like, uh, yeah. Girl, I'd be like, I'm not trying. It, and it depends on the attractiveness, I guess, or it used mm -hmm. to depend on the attractive, attractiveness of a guy. Like if you bought me a drink and you thought you was going to be like my friend for the whole night. Oh, oh hell you know no. You know what I would do? Mm-hmm. 
I'll sit there and talk to the guy. And like, if I felt like the guy was still trying to sit there and talk, what I would do, I would buy him a drink and then oh. be like, oh, you know what? I got to take off. That's um, but it was smart. so nice meeting you. And That's I would be smart. Yeah. Now, if it's somebody that I'm just not attracted to at all, like, you know, it'd be somebody that I at least find moderately attractive. I've never really had it happen with somebody that I just was like, ooh, he ugly. But um, if it were, I would just be like, I would decline their offer. I wouldn't even accept the drink. It would be somebody who I would typically, you know, maybe at least look at if we weren't in the club setting that I'm engaging in conversation with. It's not nobody who I'd just be like, ooh, now I got to keep this fool around because he don't want to go. No, or the guy could be attractive, but dumb as a box of fucking rocks. Yeah, and... I've had that. Or like they're maybe just yeah. not my type after I. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so and I'm I like, how you cut that off? Up. Oh, let me get my what, friends will typically come get me. Like they'll rescue me. Like I don't have to say anything, and it's not even necessarily that I need rescuing. Sometimes I'll tell them no, I'm I'm good because they'll come over there like, okay, girl, well, let's get ready to go because we're going upstairs to the second floor. Like they they be like, oh, because you know how she is, so they will try to get me out of there. Um, shout out to Nuradine. He says Kevin Samuels before he died had a woman on his show and on his show she referenced that she doesn't smile at black men Ooh. at all and wonder Dang. why she's single god damn wow um warren i was literally about to bring that up about light-skinned keisha and we did see her um did you see Wait, that what was it about leaving your friends for your man oh i've seen that we seen that some time ago that was a couple weeks ago um we well up. she had came out and actually did a breakdown of that oh no i didn't see that yeah and there was still some women that were really really upset and saying like you know we're your friends and we've been your support system yeah, and you that. need to be um around us because we've been your support system and then that nigga may not even be there that yep. long but we've been friends for 14 years yeah. and i think i heard some dumb broad talking about they have to take friend inventory um, oh <laughs> friend inventory <laughs> that's what this girl said she said she had to take friend inventory wow because if your friend get a man and your friend happy and your friend want to be around and be up under her man um then that's something wrong with that because oh, you're yeah. not giving attention to your friends or you got to be out every time your man got to be out your man wants you to be out and then what i realized is when you are being loved right mm -hmm. you being sexed good you out all right girls i'll see y'all later you know Curling, mm -hmm. call me, girl. I got the role. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna say shit, but girl, you know how it is when you be under the dick spell. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> we out. Nobody should have yeah. a problem with that. But I think, I think it's women that um have been in a certain situation, in certain situations, like when you are secure, you're not like me and my friends are secure in each other i've been friends with yeah, my friends for over 20 years about that type of stuff yeah like, like we understand don't... like yeah especially if we've first of all like baby i get overstimulated so after a few hours if your boo call you and you gotta go okay <laughs> like i'm ready to go too um like personally but i had i had my best friend um at one point in time her then partner like she 
would like lie to him about where she was going because he was possessive and she'd be like, Oh, I'm running to Publix or something. Oh, wow. And then like we go to the mall. And so she like wants you to shh because when he called and then she got to hurry up and end the date. Like literally you could have drove 45 minutes close. So you can be at a mall close to her and like end things abruptly. And um, after her doing that to me twice, I told her like, no, never again. Like I'm not meeting up with you. Yeah. It's going to be the case. So in a situation like that, where you just got to drop everything, where literally, you know, your plans are ruined and you can't even hang out for a bit because this person is concerned about what their partner will say or got to run home to their partner. Like that type of stuff would bother me. But after we've hung out for a bit, your partner calls or, you know, it's it's 11 o'clock and, you know, like we still partying, but you ready to go home to your man? Like who mad? Because I ain't. Nobody. I'm not going to sit. Matter of fact, now, if I had to drive far, Mm-hmm. And then you pull some stuff like that. Yeah. Then yeah, because then that's like kind of like a, a a bit of a violation. But normally, I'm not gonna trip with you. Like yeah. I'm I'm like for what? I get it. I've been there before. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in that situation, I'm going to do the same exact thing. Uh, fair exchange ain't no robbery, honey. Grow up. Yeah. Like, who cares? I agree. So yeah, honey, I'd be out. Um, mm-hmm. shout out to. And I really think I missed one from All Seeing Eye. Did I miss oh, one? Did. Uh, let, me let me go, go back, back up. up. Yeah, I think I did. I didn't oh, see. Oh, I did. Oh. All oh, Seeing Eye said, you. loving that profile pic, C-Rose. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was for All my wedding day. Um, I, this is a mm-hmm. married woman. <laughs> I appreciate that. I like the compliment. Thank no you. No flirting in the champagne room. Get out of here. <laughs> in the boom boom room. <laughs> A shout out to Nuradine again. Thank you so much, Nuradine. He says, so I adopted Kevin Samuel's rule. If these women refuse to smile and something's happened to them, I just keep on walking and pretend I didn't see it. God damn. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I don't know. Okay. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Shout- <laughs> Sorry. Um, shout out to Nuradine again. He says, I was out one time with my friends and we tried to talk to some beautiful black women that walked in a restaurant and they ignored us but when they saw us talking to some latinos they called us sellouts um nerdine you and andrew wilkins are gonna have to stop hanging down <laughs> in, them, in them areas you're gonna have to go where yeah. women are happy you know Inflation about to happen, so they're gonna be smiling at your ass like a motherfucking oh, man. Just wait. Shout out to all seeing eye again. Thank you so much. He says, Did y'all see the situation in reversed when a guy said his girl call? He's oh, leaving the woman. Yes, I did. Of yeah. course. Yeah. That's uh, what all we the do. women were like, Yes, that's what I'm talking about, King. <laughs> listen as long as they think they got these niggas up in some panties they are all it was a completely different response i see none of the men like oh heck no bro if you do that you whack you don't care about our friendship talking about bros over hoes (laughs) none of the men were up in arms about that he said i'm going home to my wife when she called like i love to see it yes because i'm going to my baby listen Mm. Shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says she kind of took a step back from her original message and that she would wait a little while before leaving as opposed to leaving then and 
in there and mm-hmm. um yeah i would still be you know like i i guess because we old um post wall leftovers <laughs> i guess so <laughs> well we used to be left i've always been like that though like i was yeah. the cake let me tell you something i don't drink but like even if i would have like a daiquiri with my best friends like they knew i was going home to bay like they'll be like Oh, okay, she she's starting to feel it. Like she about to get ready to go. Like I'm, le- he don't even have to call. I'm calling him. Like where you at? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you like it for your man to pull up on you and your friends? Um, I don't mind. Like I'm not mad at it because, like, well, my ex, we we lived in a small town, so everybody partied at the same place. Like he it was often that he would pull up on us and you know we like my friends now i'm gonna admit that so my ex he was not like the type that's gonna be like i'm buying a round of drinks for everybody but when he came he know like okay you want anything he would check with me but my friend's gonna be like buy us some too like because we were young like so they was like yeah kind of ratchet like they would be like you you buying drinks where is it like they was just Oh, yeah. But he wasn't the type that would come in and be like, or, you know, round of drinks for all the ladies type of thing like that. But he would check with me, which I didn't care. I know some women find it offensive if your man does not buy drinks for everybody. Child, I ain't offended. Who offended? Because I'm not. I I have to tell you some shit offline. I'm going to tell you online. Okay. I'll tell you offline. But, um, well, answer depends. that real quick. Do you think your man should buy drinks for all the ladies if he does pull up? <laughs> okay, we we'll talk about it. We we'll talk about it. It depends. Now, if I'm with one friend, yeah, like, right. Come on, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. In a situation like that, yeah, yeah. If I'm with one friend, yeah, come on, like don't Girl, be, don't five, be that guy. Old, like it's like, gonna be two checks, and <laughs> your friend's just lonely, a lonely bitch. Exactly. And I'm here. Like, don't do that. <laughs> you know, yeah, a, no, you're right. I just feel like come on, but when like it's one five guy. or six of y'all, that's too much. When it's five or six like, of us. Not uh, good. That, um, you know the highest thing. You know, like my friends are. Girl, listen. Yeah. When I say I got stories, I I have a testimony, <laughs> baby. Especially um, if it's on somebody else' dime. Now they know they're gonna be buying like the cheap listen, stuff. You know? <laughs> um, a motherfucker sit over there. Girl, I had one. Mm-hmm. Me and <laughs> my mom actually had the same story too, and that's freaking hilarious that I think about it. A motherfucker ordered something on the menu that cost more than what I had. Mm-hmm. Bitch. <laughs> they, they will do it. Listen, I'm telling you, they'll do it mm-hmm. every time. Yeah, like that that kind of that would kind of annoy me. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, especially if you're not the type of friend that have guys pull up on us right, and right, do the right. same thing. Right. Um, because I've been in situations where girl, I was I was, a, I was a hot little number back mm-hmm. in the day, girl. Okay, okay, okay. You know, they they come pay for a child, but if, mm-hmm. if you out with your friends and um your friends ain't never had nobody come pull up and pay for nothing or they don't take the check or you know because i i I, i'm generally like the it'll be on the same check friend and i hang out with women like okay i got it you know you got it like we yeah yeah absolutely yeah and i've always kind of been under that thing like with me and my friends and this has been going back for decades Mm -hmm. so where if we go out it's gonna be one check ain't nobody tripping and we eat um we used to eat like good. you know how women yeah. do listen appetizer 
appetizers, dessert, baby. Yes. We ordering different entrees just to try it out. What you got? That's how me and my friends are. Yes. Every time. And I ain't mad at it. Seafood. You know how high seafood is, child? Yeah. Yeah, so I um, but I like it. if it's more than two, child, uh uh-uh. um, he ain't paying for all it exactly. I'll no. tell you, he won't even have an opportunity to say, No, he ain't got no like, girl. But when I was younger, I would expect the guy to pay for the whole thing, especially if he was older and trying to court and trying to talk. You know what? Check. I guess because like I was in a relationship like this, we share uh, income. You know, like our incomes are combined. Like we have a whole household. So I've always been like, like by the time you know I was going out and hanging out. So it was like, no, nah, y'all know he ain't. And you know, he was a very nice guy, but he wasn't buying everybody drinks. And they would now. Now, if we were like hanging out or something, like it was a small town, so I may call him like, "What you doing?" And he'd be like, "Okay, I'm about to pull up to the liquor store." And and like, I'd be like, you know, well, do you mind bringing us something? He would bring, you know, whole fifth. He, he didn't mind that. But like, when you get to the club, baby, them drinks is different. Like $15 for a double sh- No, ain't nobody. Who doing that? Girl, no. You remember that day we went out and they tried, baby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> mad as shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, what? Yes. Anywho, um, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. Thank you, MGTOW. He says, and told her fiance to respond and not ask. She mm. might be a chameleon. Um, MGTOW, I know they be preaching this bullshit to y'all over here in the manosphere. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what happens in marriage for real, right? And you can open up any book and they're going to tell you this. As men get married and they're in the house with the woman, they start to lose testosterone <laughs> and they end up allowing a woman to just kind of say and do stuff every now and then. But there's a, there's a, there's a cure uh, for $1,000 per hour. I will tell you how to gain your testosterone back because okay. what men are not telling you that get married, they're not telling you how to get your balls back. And she was mm-hmm. able to tell her fiance cause she didn't stole his balls and he don't even know it yet. Okay. So, well, no, I got you. Well, but you know, that's all included in my consultation. Um, so if you are looking to have a consultation with me, like I said, I will be running another special. I'm thinking about it um, for Father's Day. So if you want to get ahead of the curve, let me know and we'll get you uh, set up for a consultation. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mr. Curlin. Hey, daddy. Um, he says, I heard her say that her friends know when she get that call, they already know they got about 20 to 30 minutes and she pull it <laughs> off on them. That part. Cause I don't see why you mad at that. Like we've been clubbing for three hours. Like what the hell? I'm going home. Like you can go home too. Girl, Are you mad? You know what? A lot of women though, they mad cause they don't have, have nobody to go home to. And, or, you know, like they got and, somebody and then, to go home to that damn, them damn batteries. They got damn listen, them, kids, them kids waiting up for them. But listen, listen. <laughs> the thing about it is Atlanta in Atlanta, uh, you know, at, like people don't start like doing their linking up to the club is about to close. So literally you closing the club down. And at the end of the night, the men are seeing who's going home with them or who they going home with. So, you know, some women want to wait around to the club close. Maybe I don't need to do who that. Is waiting around for the club to close. Uh, 3 a.m. Oh like I need to be in my bed, sis. Uh-uh. But anyway. Wow. Um, okay. 
Shout out to Nuruddin again. He says, we were celebrating my birthday at a nice restaurant in Midtown Manhattan and the Latinas gave me a chance <laughs> oh and they were nice to me. So I went for it. I have a really, really good question for you, Nuruddin, and I want you to be able to an answer this honestly. And um, I want you to think about this. Um, the Latinas gave you a chance, but did they give you some ass? That's what we want to know. We want to know, did you get that ass um, when, you okay. was, when you was chilling? So, okay. Yeah. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says, no, we don't pay for the third wheel. Again, it's about planting bad seeds that can turn into ticking time bombs. Ooh, okay. MGTOW, if you pulled up on a woman and her friend, you wouldn't buy them a couple of drinks. God damn, y'all rough. Ooh, we. They hard on them. Y'all rough. If Becky pulled up with her friends, they gonna send around to the table. Um, <laughs> Mick, tell you ain't gonna roll your eyes at me. I'm just saying, like, if it's two of them, listen. and they at the the goddamn Chili's or Applebee's, if you was in the South, they'd be at the Chicken Shack, and I know oh. you could afford something there. <laughs> um, and they make you bring like the uh, they make you br they got like little bottles that they sell, like they sell you like little pints mm. of Hennessy while you up at the club, or half pints and stuff. These yeah, people must ain't ever heard Boosie wipe me down. All drinks supposed to be on you. Like, listen, what, let's, let's see. Listen, I you know. You know. Be on e, but listen, <laughs> you come up to the club, all drinks supposed to be on you. Like, for the ladies. Come on now. Like, get with the program. Sure. Listen, shout out to Soul Provider, Sister George, a boss back coat. Ding, ding, Ooh. ding, ding, ding. I am going to help you find them. Okay, They're right there. I'm gonna be pointing at it like not like y'all trying to look for the what you call. Never mind. I'm gonna help you find your balls. That's all. Mm. That's all I got. Okay. Um, shout out to Leo Anthony. He says chicks really mad. A woman prioritizes a man's happiness and needs mm -hmm. uh, and needs. That's something modern day women are not used to hearing. Right. You are exactly right. But mm -hmm. what I've noticed is a lot of modern women have not been in um healthy relationships yeah. to where they would even understand why she would want to and yeah. i mean I, my friends fun is fuck yeah but ain't nobody got that thing like my yeah. oh my god listen my friends fun but they not my husband they not that him. part mm. they not my man so that part i don't even yeah i, I don't understand the whole argument uh, i mean my friends understand like my friends grown as heck all of them you know, if they're not married, they've been in long-term relationships. They know what it is. Ain't nobody mad that that you that you got to go. Nobody's mad that part. Well, but you ready to get off into this topic, girl? Listen, Pookie has black women in a chokehold, baby. Pookie, Ray Ray, they got black women's in a chokehold. Like, what's tea on that? Black women refuse to let go of this narrative that they have to have a Pookie in their lives. Like, no matter how much success they obtain, no matter, you know, how attractive they are, they want a Pookie. Girl. And we're going to talk about it. Um, Pookie has them in a chokehold because Pookie um is the one man um that they can control and get Ooh. beat up by at the same time oh um, pookie is running around here talking crazy to him 
He'll sling that D. He ain't mm-hmm. answering the phone every time she trying to make him answer the phone. He taking a call to work. Playing um, the video game all day. Sitting up in his drawers. He drinking the kids Capri Suns. Got his friends over there smoking. I mean, like, and none she of that is living boring. her best life. Yeah. She knows she that. Deed down. Yeah, and and the the problem is is her sexual attraction to Pookie, her mm-hmm. sexual attraction to the dysfunction has ruined her other brain. And you know, women also have two brains. You know, I think we have a pussy brain and we have a regular brain too. And when she's ruled by her lower um her lower vibration mm-hmm. and all she can give in is to that to that vibration and she know he gonna be there when he there um she has a good time with pookie and pookie does her wrong Mm. honey let's get into this keisha cole shit i think that this is a good example before we do though i just want to give one caveat pookie does not have to be a broke dude Pookie can have some money. Sometimes, like that mentality, that Pookie mentality is pervasive in people who come from the hood, who come into money and come into success and fame too. So Pookies are not just relegated to those dudes who, you know, don't have no money and are broke and, you know, depending on you to give them money for weed. Um, Some Pookies have money and are successful and have fame and have power and that ment- pookie mentality is still there. Absolutely. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. Thank you so much, MGTOW. He says the issue isn't money. The issue is setting a bad precedence, just like teaching your son not to pay for women that do not like him- them. Same here. Um, If the woman does like you, if the woman does like you and she happens to be out with her friend, Pay for a couple damn drinks. It's not that deep. Um, I don't expect you to go broke and, you know, to be a fool. But uh, paying for a couple drinks is just good manners. I don't know. I'm a Southern woman. And if me and my friend come out and you don't pay for one drink, like, yeah, I, you don't even have to buy the whole check, but pay for a round of drinks. It's just good manners. Um, And it, it I, I guess it's just not that deep for me, you know. Yeah. yeah, I feel like if it's me and a friend, if it's me and a group of ladies, um, you know, I pocket watch. So my 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 man's pockets. <laughs> so I'm not expecting you to grab the whole tab for everybody, but I also have the type of husband that would never join us out, like ever, ever, ever. Um, but he's very hospitable, you know, if they come to the house, like we have a liquor cabinet, you know, no matter what you want to drink in there, he you know, you're free to it. You know, he's very, very, very welcoming. And I know that, you know, if he did come out that he would definitely be like, you know, I got y'all. But um, yeah, I agree. I think it's a hospitable thing to do. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just a it's a drink. You're not paying a mortgage, um, and you blow money on apps um, than you would for those drinks. And those drinks might help you might help you really get in the door. Listen, you know, the OnlyFans memberships they got cost more than them drinks. Nah, Facts. Um, that that drink and you being um cool and fun to be around might get you to uh the vag sooner if you yeah. you know but for, it's in my it's in it's in it get that consultation guys 
Mm-hmm. I'm sounding mm-hmm. like I really know what I'm talking about, right? Listen, um, shout out to Nurday. Nurday said he hit it. Ah, go ahead, Nurday. <laughs> <laughs> Nurday said, yes, Sister Georgia C. Rose. I had a wonderful time with a Latina named Maria. We had a wonderful night, great breakfast in bed, mm-hmm. and we still talk. Okay. Mm. Go ahead then. Go ahead on. No wrong with that. Um, shout out to Dane C. What's up, Dane? He says, hey, Concrete and Sis G. I knew by the title this was about Antonio Brown and Keisha. Mm-hmm. Baby, Keisha. Keisha can't leave it alone, honey. Keisha, Keisha. is in a chokehold. Yes. Keisha can't breathe right now, honey. Mm-hmm. This is what I was so confused about. Mm-hmm. She was, wasn't she married to... Uh, Daniel Gibson, Booby. She was at one point in time married to Booby, Daniel Gibson, who okay. played basketball for somebody. Then they got divorced. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So then she ended up with a young guy named Nico Hill. Yes, he was in his 20s, about 10 years, 10 or so years younger than her. And then she ended up becoming a baby mama with for him. Nico. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, so, and things that went awry with Booby Gibson, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I do remember him for some period of time begging to get back with her and she wasn't having it. So she was like, ah, nah, you know, I'm out of there. I don't remember the reason for their breakup, but I do remember him publicly confessing his love and trying to get her back and she just didn't want him. Um, I think that uh, he was cheating on her. Was he? Okay. Could be. I don't remember. Yeah, I think he was cheating on her. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's why they, they got divorced or whatever. But, okay. yeah. Um, so then she got with Nico. Um, her and Nico were together about a good year. She ended up getting pregnant for Nico. Then they ended up breaking up. Um, oh, excuse me. I checked Nico's uh, Instagram. He seems mm-hmm. to be a very, very active. I think he's with um, someone else now. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. I think I watched the son's page, but he seems to be very, very active um, in his son's life. And so that um, that's always a great sign. And so mm-hmm. usually if the man is active in the uh, woman's in the child's life at some point he he probably did love the mother and it right. wasn't just a fly by night thing so he's very active and so you know fast forward um antonio brown makes a post now keisha had already was uh made a vow of celibacy says she was celibate wasn't fooling no with nobody she she said she had enough trauma she was trying to heal didn't want nothing to do with nobody because it was somebody that was actually making a play at Keisha that she shot down. And I remember the shade room highlighting it. I can't remember who it was. It was somebody coming at her and she was like, nah, I'm celibate. I- I'm healing. This is my year of healing. I ain't messing with nobody. Yeah, this sounds so good until mm-hmm. uh, Super Thug come along. Baby, Super <laughs> Thug. 
that part super thug come along mm -hmm. um shout out to mr curling he says so i heard k cole broke her celibacy from may mm -hmm. but from what i understand he's always been the player type i'm almost positive she knew what she was getting into right hashtag when that pla magical playhouse ain't enough listen um, as a woman um that gets to a certain age especially within the industry mm -hmm. i think they really really have a harder time i think they have a harder time than um normal women with getting with somebody because they tend to want guys on their level or near it um and then when they choose to date other people in the industry it's almost like they don't take into account all the pussy men have coming toward them um, while they're in that industry. And a lot of times it doesn't seem like they know what to do or deal with that. And so with Keisha, Keisha seems to fall in love very fast. She does. And with the wrong that, type, the wrong man. Yeah. Um, but yeah. when I thought about this situation and I looked at Antonio Brown, and so he made a post initially and said that you ain't pipping until you hit a R&B diva. Mm -hmm. I think he had a hashtag that he was a free agent. Yeah. And some, it was another hashtag that I remember, but Something then. Something about him being single. I forgot what it was. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that that was interesting and it really made me think that he'd be watching um, Coach Greg Adams uh, stuff, but whatever. But when he said that he was a free agent and you're not pimping until you hit a R&B diva and her stupid ass went and got a tattoo of this man's initials mm. on her back. And I'm like, for what? Why would you do that? And then I, I, it really made me think about because it's like, OK, your mom just passed away. You're really at a vulnerable point right now um her her and her mom had i'm not gonna say their relationship was very tumultuous but you know losing yeah, a parent we, is just a big deal anyway and we know keisha we know keisha's history we've seen it play out on reality tv it's been all in tabloids and all the things like she had a rough history she i believe was raised by grandparents her mother was addicted to drugs had what 10 kids that they had to try to find that were spread all over la um so she has a traumatic past she literally acknowledged that what she feels drew her to antonio was their toxicity that they're the trauma that they both endured she literally went to post in pictures of this man apologizing embarrassing Girl. the hell out of herself saying how much she missed him like how is this and he dogged her like I don't know what 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 resulted in their breakup, but she was very apologetic and saying, I'm sorry, I miss you, come back to me, yada, 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 making public pleas for this man to come back to her. And he dogged her like the pookie he is. She knows Antonio Brown's reputation. Everybody knows Antonio Brown's reputation, that he is a player type, that he's disrespectful as hell to women, that he does not hold his tongue. He says what's on his mind. Like, why would you stoop to the level of sleeping with him and then begging him to come back? Have you ever had... Never mind, child. Um, no, go ahead and ask it. Uh-uh, put it out there. Well, Keisha had that thing put on her. 
Listen, he I've was giving it. her that expert that you know the Pookie, the Pookie DB hit. They hit different. Listen, I understand that, <laughs> but at our say, age, not me. That's what Keisha yes. said. Keisha I, said, at our big age and with having life experience and relationship experience, you know, you got to detach. And even if that means getting off of um, social media and going to seek therapy, going to do some real healing, not that lie that you put out there that you was being celibate until the right thug came along. Um, like you do not publicly humiliate yourself. Like that's a no, no. That's, that's like out of the question. But like, you know what? I'm going to tell you what it is. Uh, Aesthetic, don't tell Curlin to beat me. Child, I said that wasn't even me. That's what Keisha said. <laughs> right. Shit. Exactly. Always trying to get me in trouble. It ain't me. Damn. Shout out to Kitty. Hey, sweetheart. She says, I usually watch silently, but I wanted to say how Aww. much I love this channel. Thank oh, you. Thank you so much. Girl, listen now. Some days y'all going to be like, ugh, but stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> we usually you get know. back on track, you know. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh what was we saying, child? Um, talking about how she essentially, you know, uh, her the trauma that attracted her to him and that she oh, that he um put it on her. That he put it on her. He put it on her. I think when you're going through a lot and you're very vulnerable, it's almost like you're thinking that a man won't take advantage of you because you did just lose your mother or you're really in a bad space in your life. Mm -hmm. And you will have some men that will look at your ass like a vulture. They look at you, you know, like they're vultures and they will come and feed off of your carcass and feed off of your energy Baby. and leave you high and dry or mm -hmm. maybe not leave he you high and dry, no but deal. yeah, I mean- He didn't care about embarrassing her. He didn't care he about didn't. her. Like for, I'm gonna tell you something. Like, I understand being with a man and, you know, the loving is good. And so you fall in that way. But I've never, ever been able to uh, attach to a man in that way who don't care, who don't give a damn about my feelings, who would publicly like even if he hit me up on the side, like, babe, you know, I have moved on. Like, I have never, thank God, ever found myself to be attracted to a man who would literally, you know, not, wouldn't even piss on me if I was on fire. Like that's the type of response that this dude gave. He did. He did. But you know, at, at times it's like, okay, when you understand a certain type and it's not like his business wasn't publicized. So she didn't know anything and she didn't mm -hmm. know what she was getting into at all. Um, this man's business has been all over the net. Mm -hmm. I don't follow Antonio Brown. I think I heard of like one one thing, and I was like, yeah, I've heard of a couple of things with that. He fool. ain't even attractive. Disrespect. Look like a damn ant, baby. Then um, when I seen like the clip of him talking shit, I was like, this who's yeah, girl, Keisha. Um, yeah, you know, and I get like we know like Akisha has had you know when you talk to the about the men that she was linked to, but don't forget that she was dating Birdman, and I think she stabbed a chick um, as a result that a chick that like tried to come 
Either she he had broke up with her and he was dealing with somebody else and she stabbed a girl, but she stabbed somebody over Birdman. So we know that Keisha likes that toxic kind of love. She sings she about does. it probably. But yeah. at some point in your life, especially when you get to the point that you have children who are influenced and impacted by your actions, like you don't wake up and say, No more pookies. I'm looking for a stand-up guy. Like what? Well, I thought I thought that she would have been happy single and that she was living a fulfilling life and that she was really excited to just be by herself. And, you know, she ain't need a man. You know, I thought you she's chilling. You know, she having a good time. She living life. She balling out of control. She's still able to go and get a couple designer things. Not not as many, you know. Um, And Antonio, uh, probably tricked off on her twice got that ass and was out i think that i almost feel like she set herself up a failure when you have people especially when you they have been in the media the way antonio brown has been in then it's almost like you kind of set yourself up for failure because you knew better um this man mistreating these women these women telling their accounts this that and the third and you we want to believe what we want to believe god huh here we go um we want to believe what we want to believe but like looking at antonio brown i'm like keisha for what you know what it it wouldn't have been so bad it wouldn't have been so bad had she not had the tattoo if she didn't get the tattoo i can kind of see a couple like i could i get it a little bit but um when you get the tattoo and you ain't you're not married to this guy this guy Mm -hmm. hadn't gave you a rent that's that's what? what I'm saying. Like it seemed like it was just a fling. He was just attached to somebody else. And you know what it was? It was um it was Anthony Taylor, who's an MMA fighter that has shot his shot at Keisha, and she was like, nah, I'm good. But you can run up in behind this fool and publicly humiliating yourself, like you know there comes a point in time where I no longer give grace. And I don't apologize for that. I know, like, you know, as a woman and as a mother, as a career woman, as a woman who has stuff to lose, I am strategic in how I move and how I operate. And like certain things, you're just not going to find me in. Like, I don't believe that I'm going to be in an ent- in a public entanglement with a fool like an Antonio Brown. I just, I, I just won't. No. Oh my God, for what? But then the guy that was the MMA fighter who probably was more settled, and then if he's an MMA fighter, mm-hmm. probably got a little violence thing. But oh my God. generally very disciplined and they're on diets and having to train a lot and uh probably not on the scene as much. MMA fighters don't really strike me as like on the scene guys like all the time, but you know, they train a lot. I think that probably would have been a better look but then even hearing about with reginae carter did you hear the story let me read these super chats first and then i'm gonna get to the story about reginae carter shout out to Neradine again he says sister joycey rose she made me breakfast we had bacon eggs sausage and waffles and we had a good time and we talked to this day as friends why you won't marry maria maria what's wrong with maria why don't you get married to her and why y'all just talking as friends? She got you in a friend zone. She ain't gonna let you hit no more. 
You know what the crazy thing is? And we've heard men say in this space time and time again that no matter how successful a woman is, that black women generally are attracted to pookies. Like you see women like a Nicki Minaj. We also Mm. use the example of Monica, like Monica, Mm. Mo, like, come on, sis. You literally, you know, campaigning for C-Murder to get out of jail caking up with him. She campaigned you know, like, for C murder harder than Master P. Yes, like and Master on. P got worked like, out. I mean, I get it. Like that was your you had puppy love regarding him, and you always thought that things would work out with him. But that man is behind bars. Just if you don't go on and live your life and stop stop driving down to Angola and, and seeing that man and wasting your time, listen. <laughs> I need you to do better. Like, come on. Like, what's wrong? Like, th- I feel like as entertainers, whether you want to or not, you are a role model. And literally, we need to see, you know, black entertainers, especially black women who are um, as popular as, you know, some of these black women to, to to do better. Like, I'm challenging them to do better. Like, you know, I get you only have one life to live and you're going to live it the way you want to live. But is that the what you want to leave behind as your legacy that you chasing up in behind Pookies at 40 plus years old? Come on. Um, I don't think Keisha cares. I think Keisha has been in the industry for so long and has had so many different things said about her. I think that they get to a point to where they say, F everybody, you're going to talk about me anyway. Um, I had, she had a very toxic family girl. When you remember when Ayanla was on that damn show and called her sister a gutter snipe, like we hold around here. Um, yeah, girl, Ayanla called Nephi a gutter snipe, honey. Mm. So but yeah, very toxic family. She comes from a very toxic family, but you should want more. Like you literally had success in the palm of your hand. You should be trying to create a different narrative for your children. Yeah. Um, shout out to D-Mac the trucker. Keisha Cole thought he was sent from heaven. <laughs> Stop it, D-Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yes. sorry for her. I feel sorry for her. Like, I'm like, she even she I'm going to tell you that that probably is some growth in Keisha because she didn't respond in a nasty way. She literally was like, you know, I'm human. She seemed to be hurt by his response to her. Like she didn't clap back. None of that, either that or um, she tossed the salad and she (laughs) she think he gonna put it out there because she was very humble. Oh, I'm just, oh. I'm you know what? That would humble somebody concrete. Ooh. <laughs> I can't figure it out. Like, make it make sense because I was expecting you know her to like, oh no, Girl, you can't. <laughs> they be on that damn cocaine and shit <laughs> and doing. And he like, right, that's definitely. Did you see the man going around on TikTok? They was putting sending that TikTok around where there was a man who was saying that. If a woman, um, like if, if a woman does something in order to get back in his good graces, that she got to toss the salad. And they were saying he got that. Oh, alpha male strategies. Was he that, said that. <laughs> Yeah, he said this shit too. Girl, he like I, I think that is what that's what it was. I was like, what in the entire heck? And I feel like Antonio is definitely that type. Like, I feel like it, either he gonna be like, okay, Keisha, if you want me, you gotta do this, or she did it already and she worried about him putting her business out there. Like, I, I just can't make sense of it. Listen, and then the way she was a pop, she sounded so submissive. I was shut. 
God. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. She like, sounded so submissive. She was like, baby, I already apologized. You <laughs> already put this post up twice. This one just got a different <laughs> caption. He and he was like, ah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He got something on her, I promise you. He, he got, do something. got You know what? <laughs> she did something she ain't had no business doing. And then her stupid ass got the tattoo. Baby, like, come on. Like, I mean, oh my I God. Get it. everybody be like, we done all been dumb before. Baby, I was dumb at like 18. Like, and, and even, okay, into your 20s, I expect people to make dumb decisions. But you got to learn at some point. Like at 40, you still doing the stuff that you should have grown past in, in your 20s? Come on. Listen, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think you want us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. She ain't usually that humble. Listen, she was submissive as hell. You got a point. <laughs> she was Listen. like, oh. You already posted this one up. And I, yeah. you know, we really miss you. Like the nigga ghosted you, bitch. Oh, oh my God. Like, <laughs> girl, like this freaking burnt roach, the way he like talked about black women and dog black women out. Like, how dare you, girl? Listen. Girl, you know, but Antonio's not attractive. Like girl, in the least bit. But I get, I mean, you know what though? Like you said, maybe he does it for her in the bedroom. Man, he throwing it through. Mm. <laughs> he had to, but like, girl, she could go down to Crenshaw and find somebody that will do the same thing. Like, sis, you don't got the gravel on on social media for this food. I mean, she was humble, honey. Yes, I I don't know. You might be on to some child. I'm, I'm gonna keep watching because that was real. <laughs> <laughs> now that you said that. I'm just like, wait a damn minute, she was. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. damn nice. It makes sense. Um, shout out to Jack Spade. He says, Cray Cray Poon is just as good as Cray Cray Schlong. Mm. No. Um, hence, the Silver Lady Foxes here in Atlanta still got bricks ready for my window. Oh my God, I'm God to go. Get out of here. I wasn't even expecting that <laughs> Whatever, ain't nobody even buying that. Boy, please listen. Listen, get the heck out of here. Wow, we got this long list of a, a portfolio file folder list of uh things that a woman got to be and got to do. And he's talking about he's driving the ladies crazy. Get the heck out of here. Jack said, um, Them hoes be going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you, Jack. Oh my god, Jack said he got said, them hoes going got nuts. I got you. Your it's grandma so out there with her gray wig on, baby, ready to bust this nigga's. <laughs> listen. Listen, grandma can't even see at night. She ain't going out there busting them windows. Like, tell Miss, that. tell Miss Johnson to take her ass home, baby. Is not thinking about Jack. She is on to the next, baby. She found somebody down at the church. Get the heck she out already fucking with Leroy and probably I'm the pastor too. <laughs> but you know, the pastor like younger girls. But you know. She been a church secretary for 18 years, baby. So that she part. already know, you know. Mm-hmm. Go, go down on to the church, Jack. You you be doing too You much. ready to open this thing up? Girl, open it up. 
Okay, we're going to drop the link and definitely come up and join if you want to contribute something to the conversation because we want to know, like, this is serious. Like, Black women are in a chokehold. Pookie got Black women in a chokehold. Like, they can't let them go. And I get that they may put it down, but, like, I mean, at some point, does logic not kick in? Do you not say to yourself, like, damn, I've been doing this for 20 plus years. And you know what the killing part is? You'll see women. I'm going to tell you something. I've seen this time and time again on social media. Black women will use this example between Keisha Cole and Antonio Brown to denigrate black men, to say, I told y'all black men ain't ish. Look how they disrespect. No, that's a certain type of black man. Like you cannot apply what Antonio Brown has done to all black men. But black, I assure you, I'm going to see some um, content being made um, associating his actions with all black men. I know I, I mean, am. That's what they do, honey. Listen, uh, I know I am. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Jack. <laughs> What's good, Jack? <laughs> Y'all feel to realize where the hell grandma Uh-oh. come from? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Grandma, where she come grandma, from, Jack? Grandma didn't just become buck wild in her damn 40s or 50s. Grandma grandma had that going with her since she was 15, 16 years old. Grandma should have grew out of that. Grandma had been uh, grand- the mother on the Ursha board, the mother of the church and everything. Grandma, grandma does not grow out of that crap. Only thing she does is now she got sons and grandsons in the damn police force. That's the only damn difference. That's why she get them to do some shit to your ass and pull your ass over and give you all Run kind of these plates real quick. Uh, mm. This this my my, my uh, what do uh old women call uh men? This this my man friend. Uh, this his car. Run <laughs> these plates, baby. Listen, grandma gonna become more strategic. She ain't still running around with a brick ready to uh, um bust somebody windows out. Who told you that lie? Oh my gosh. Okay. Jack, did a woman with gray hair bust your damn windows out ever? No, uh uh-uh. uh. Because that's what we don't do. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. Not where you get this weed from? Well, 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 where you get this weed? You still claiming you're 32. Jack, nah, you said you real, like classy women. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Like when I go down to the gym and I go down to the gym with these white folks, I'll be like, I'm 55 and they be believing me, baby. They be shocked. And child, like, they probably do. Cause they be like, well, black doesn't crack. That's what I be telling them, child. They be like, oh my God, how you do it? <laughs> but yeah, I know, I, yeah, I know I like class women. Shit, I like a damn uh, a Honda Goldwing, but shit, I get what I can afford. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You had a poor whole five years ago. You had a whole portfolio of uh, qualifications that a woman had to meet before you would even entertain her. Did that go out the window? Okay, I still got my list, just like a bunch of women down here got their list. But hell, uh, every Friday, well, I would say every, but they have their nights where they got old Leroy. Leroy sliding through. Leroy ain't fit nothing on that damn list. But hell, Leroy is knocking it back. Ah, uh, I see. I see. Okay, I get you. All right, but we got somebody important on the, on the channel now. We got the general. Hey, everybody, take care. Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Thank you, Jack. What's Thank good, you, Jack. general? Good, ladies. I see y'all there. Look, I don't have much time. I'm in the middle of doing some yard work. What's up, baby girl? Hey, listen, y'all need to have a serious conversation because this is a part of the problem in our community. They study picking wrong Negroes, and then they wonder why they get done. Y'all study picking wrong, well, not y'all per se, but you know who I'm talking about. And you wonder why you get jacked over. I'll be back in a minute. Think about what I said for a moment. Um, I think that we're having a serious conversation. Of course, there's oh, no, I, was jo- I was joking. I was, oh, joking. Okay, I was okay. joking. Oh, shit. I was joking. Damn. Like, what the hell? I was joking. 
Stop dealing with Pookies and Ray Ray. Stop if, dealing with Pookies. Hashtag stop If do, men stop would take the time Ray Ray and stop watching that violent porn that y'all be watching and watch like things that's uh women centered as far as that women watch more you do know that women watch more porn than men that's not the point y'all and y'all watch really bad that is not the point the point is let me finish my point stop it just stop (laughs) i'm out (laughs) this goddamn man no they be watching all that violent shit and then think that normal women want it and that i think that's where the 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 guys that can't you know i think the only thing that uh separates the 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 quote-unquote lame guy from the pookie Mm -hmm. is that um the pookies uh they uh you know they they learned um and they took time to 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 learn that but i think with the other guys they watch too much of that violent porn and and then they just show out and you be like oh my god what the you know i have to admit though like you know and and we this is a serious topic and you know we said some things in jest because we gonna mix a little humor with with the serious topic that's just what we do but um i do think in all seriousness like there is a phenomenon in our community where black women seem to be attracted to these you know piece of crap thugs like literally and like i said earlier it's not about the fact that he was able to amass a a a level of success in his um career um but despite that he literally has been vocal as it relates to his disrespect of black women he Mm -hmm. is um was attached to someone when she was dealing with him um i don't understand why she would have expected different treatment from him she should have seen this coming a mile away. Um, But aside from that, I also um, think that, you know, it's important for black women to like stop and think about that. Like we want to associate ourselves with Pookie and then, you know, use blanketed statements to um, label all men ain't ish and all men, you know, disrespectful and all the things when we're literally attracted to a certain type, a certain demographic of us. There are some of us that don't want nothing to do with a pookie, but there's a whole lot of us who are attracted to pookies. And oftentimes it may be because they can blow our backs out, but is it worth it in the long run? You know, you get your back blown out, but this fool, you know, mooching off of you, he's using your car, you might get pregnant by him, and then you can't be mad at nobody when he don't want to show up and be a father. Like, you know, we have to take accountability for our own actions and look at the fact that you know we are attracted to these men who are showing us that they ain't ish yeah you're absolutely right um but it could be something that a lot of women don't feel like they're able to relate to guys who are outside of the hood Mm. and um Mm. you tend to go what's in your what do you call it your surroundings your uh yeah, but if, if black women are the top uh, our college degree earners and are in professional realms, then wouldn't you think that there would be something outside of pookies in those same arenas? Um, yeah, but those men are already married. You remember these are old, ho- excuse me, old women. Um, mm. When they didn't got them degrees and they balling out of control, they didn't got a house, they didn't pay their mortgage off. 
Um, sis got the brand new bend. She's still in her designer. She didn't worked her ass off to get to where she she is. But um, generally, when they get there, the men aren't there. The men are already married and paired off, and they got paired off to women that were younger. So women that are older that chose to focus on their career. Um, if they can find somebody, you know, it's usually later on in life, but a lot of the times it's not going to be uh, a guy of their caliber. A lot of women tend to settle at some point. So I don't know. That's my I agree with that. I think you bring up an interesting point. I do think that there are um, some women who b don't believe that they have much in common with the straight lace guy and or I've met women who feel that the straight lace guy is going to be boring, that he won't be entertaining yeah. enough. They, they want a thrill. And as a result, that thrill will have you raising three kids alone. That thrill will have your credit jacked up because he didn't, uh, you know, crashed your car and you didn't have full coverage and you can't replace the vehicle. Now you still owe on the loan. That thrill will have you with heartache. That thrill will embarrass you like we saw Keisha get embarrassed you know what but if you've dealt with a certain type long enough and you still end up taking your ass back over there then at some point I'm going to stop me personally y'all know how I am um I'm not gonna feel bad for you after a while because at some point you should be able to take all the life lessons that you learned and then understand that a hot stove is still a hot stove and if you touch yep. that shit it's going to burn you mm -hmm. um Keisha to me this is very rookie like this is some 22 year old girl type of shit this yeah. isn't the mind of a 40 something year old woman mm -hmm. but i think uh the fact that she and she's going through um some very traumatic shit right now um because this is this is even a source of trauma um she needs but to do be you blame it on that like she has a track record of this like stabbing hoes and you know messing with bum dude like she she should have record. been in she should have been in therapy a long right. time ago and like some deep extensive therapy um especially if you're like a child that wasn't that didn't grow up with your mom mm. something happens along the way and especially if they've had that type of tumultuous relationship yeah. um with her sisters and her family and all of that stuff yeah they they need to, she needs to be in therapy and what i think also happens is she doesn't go to therapy um People will kind of pacify you and tell you that you're okay, you're fine. This happens to everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you're not doing anything wrong. You know, these guys promised you a certain thing or they treated you a certain way and then they flipped the script or whatever. And we'll tell ourselves a lot of that. Sometimes that could be the case, but sometimes it's just a out and out bad fucking choice. Antonio was an out and out bad choice. Um, yeah. Um, what's up, Kirk? Welcome. How are you? How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. good. What's going on? Good evening to you. I haven't spoke to you guys in a minute. Thank I'm you guys for the live. Thank you. What do you have on the topic? Man, I, 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 I don't know. What, what? <laughs> so. Most of the mo most of the ladies that date these spooky guy, um, Pookie and Ray Ray, they seems to think that they're the pretension guy that they can curve them into their dream husband. You get what I'm saying? One day they'll get a good job, he'll have a nice car, they'll live in the suburb, and they'll have the American dream. You get what I'm saying? 
Um, but what a lot of ladies don't understand is um, that is also a mindset. Be successful is a mindset. Um, can a Pookie or a Rere turn into that? Sure. But like you said early on, if that's who a person is a year ago, five years ago, two years ago, then when is that mindset is going to change? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so a lot of ladies, they date these guys under the impression. It's just like uh, back in the days, a woman will date a guy. She knows he's a pookie. He, he, he's a bum. But then she'll try to hold him down with a baby and think that's going to change her. Remember back in the days that used to happen a lot? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, that's not no, going you well. Got, huh? Huh? And that's not going well. Right, right. And now you have women now saying, well, I thought he had potential. Um, you know, he, 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 he was, he was doing good, but you get what I'm saying? And, and he, he had a car and he was, so it's like, there's always this excuse, um, that women like to do, um, you know, to, to justify holding down these guys. Now you said something interesting that I have to tell you, man, as a cable technician back in the days, I used to see that a lot. These girls got nice apartment, nice cars, um, nice, you know, good jobs. And I have these bum dudes just laying around the house, not doing anything. And it's almost as if you come over there and like she's the man of the house and he's just laying around. You ask him like, man, where can I put this box? Oh, no, man. Hawks, uh, you got to ask her, bro. This is her place. You get what I'm saying? It's like. No, no revivedness. He's of, there. Of like he's just there. He, yeah, he's just there, and and she go crazy over him. That's the crazy part. She go, she go crazy over him. She's like, oh baby, what you think? She's all happy go lucky, and you get what I'm saying. And this guy's like, don't give one a halo, and I, I don't get it. I don't see the attraction. Um, I talked to one think, of my. Do you think that it's a thing of being able to? control the man and you know if you actually have a bit of control over him um do you think that's the attraction to it um so yeah um some some women so controlling what i find with with some women um mo, i wouldn't say most women but some women that is that is in a, a better financial status um they would see a guy they they a guy like, uh, say for a, a Pookie, right? Um, they can get to boss them around. You get what I'm saying? So you're right. They can, you know, control their life and tell them what to do and what not to do. And, and you know, uh, drop me at work eight o'clock, pick me up at four and, and you know, the whole, the whole nine yard. Um, but as uh, you said something early on, what the benefit of you know, uh, I mean, um, I think it was Keisha, but giving you good sex with no, there's no structure behind. Women like security, man. If a man is just giving you sex, then where's the security after that? You get a sex, you get a baby, but then the guy's a bum. Not all, no, 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 not all. Uh, you know, we're talking pertaining the topic. Wait, 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 wait. just a real quick second, Jason. Just a real quick second. I think that women are at a point now that they're saying that they don't necessarily 
um, need security. I think women are saying that they haven't been protected in so long. So now all the man is good for is uh, a good time mm -hmm. and she's able to do the provision. Um, she If she's able to provide for herself and, you know, and the man is able to supply good D, then a lot of women will psych themselves up and say that they don't need the other things that go along with being loved. Um, but they'll never truly respect him in that regard. I, I agree that there are women that will settle. I think that there are some women who would rather have great sex and no provision, no security mm -hmm. from a man than mediocre sex and security, provision, and protection. Well, uh, if she needs some protection, she might want to call up Glock or something because I, I ain't doing it. <laughs> you ain't going to help out. No, no, she said no. She said that she wants she, she gonna she protect, protect herself, baby. Because you know Maria why? Because making they asked for it. Beans, baby. They, 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 yeah, they asked for it. And she yeah, making she arroz con pollo. She she made she made me that plus wa plus plus waffles. I had waffles, bacon, eggs, sausage. It was great. Can I say something? Go yeah, go ahead, Jackson. Let me read the super chat real quick and you got it. Shout out to Lewis Conyer. Thank you so much. He says, our race needs a reset. Throw the chat trash away. Do selective breeding. I think that's what y'all trying to do now, Ooh. right? Ooh, Save yeah. yourself, black man. I mean, everybody trying to do selective breeding. That's what it looked like. I don't know. I don't know. Thank you, though. Um, Go ahead, Jason. Jason, are you still there, Jason? You're on mute if you're speaking. Uh oh, you're back on mute. You came off and went right back on. There we go. There we go. All right, now listen. I don't know where they. I don't know where this less masculine shit comes from because a guy stays home, and I'm not a stay-at-home guy. But my brother, you know, he's been a stay-at-home dad over 15 years. He's worked some part-time jobs and stuff. This woman has no problem with him staying home, being on video, getting paid from other girls just to look at him and stuff. This woman has no problem with it. She's been is this woman with him black? Is, is she black? Yes, she's black. She's, oh. she's black and black gay. So she actually was disturbed when she went on Clubhouse and heard these girls talk about niggas need to kick out money because they want submission. Because she felt like if a woman is going to be submissive, she's going to be submissive because that's who she is. You don't have to buy submission. And any guy trying to buy it, hey, you fooling yourself. If the woman is not into you, you just a fucking job. You got to pay her to be there. Ain't no woman going to be around you that ain't willing to be around you. Straight like that. I mean, this, this shit is so easy. You know what's wrong with the men and women on both sides? Everybody wants some shit they can't get. You don't want what wants you. You want shit you cannot get. And you cannot buy it. Because if you buy it, you're going to end up getting used. If you buy it, you're going to end up being an investment, heading down the divorce lane with her getting all your alimony. And that's just the case. I mean, I don't know why y'all think that you got to buy submission. You don't need to buy no submission. That's some corny shit I've been hearing in this space. Buying submission. She ain't going to submit you. She's gonna, but, she gonna, she's gonna look. She's gonna be looking down on you because you don't work. If she, that's her choice. She don't want to be with you. If you don't work, you don't. She don't have to be with you. But I've seen 
guys this whole successful relationship that haven't worked a day in their fucking life and managing them wow. kids better than that mother. Sometimes it's better than better for the mother to go to work and the boy and the dad to stay home because the kids will be raised better. But nobody looks at that point. Really? I think that's interesting. That's a wow. very interesting take. I must say, for me personally, um, I believe in, you know, um, I believe in uh, being in a fully amalgamated relationship where we do what is needed for the betterment of our home and the future of our children and our family. So if that means that I'm making more money, so it makes more sense for me to work and maybe we have multiple children at home. So childcare will be more than your income would bring in, then I would not be completely opposed to it. I know for me at my age with young adult children, it is important for a man to be able to sustain himself. But if you think about it, traditionally, when we think about submission in the traditional sense, the men were the ones who provided. They were the ones who protected security. They gave it up. Traditionally, they gave it up. They don't want that anymore. They gave it up. So now the world has been reversed. I don't mind if the modern man wants to stay home and get the bread and let her be the breadwinner and he just stay home and watch the kids. I think that's a perfect thing. I, I mean, mean, it's I mean it may be perfect best. for them, but it's not going to be perfect for everybody's situation. It's called, yeah, but it's called reverse feminism, and it's called adapting to it. Why are y'all complaining? She wants to work, let her work. <clears throat> yeah, um, Jason, okay. can, I, can, I say, can I say something? Can I say something pertaining to what sure, you're saying? Sure. Um, so I got a good friend of mine. His, his, his wife worked for a, a big chain um you know, she worked for Walmart. She's one of the top managers. She get to fly around in a private jet. And he stay home. And let me tell you, this guy is like a top sissy. He's like one of the top sissy in the world. So a man staying home is not a good thing, right? It's never a good thing. It's not just boiled down to just family structure. But man, as a man, you are structured as a man. Mm -hmm. to be doing some form of constructiveness not right. staying home taking care of kids not washing dishes not watching Murray and sweeping and mopping the house you're supposed to be out here constructing something yeah you we're, we're designed by that there is no there's no such thing as uh reverse uh 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 wait 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 hold on a minute hold on a minute hold on a minute jason let him finish you got men you got men that can come back to you whoa jason i'm gonna bring you back but if the host is asking you to be quiet you're gonna have to relax it's okay i'm gonna let you back up but you gotta calm down okay Okay. Um, yeah, shout Jason, out to we gotta Mid-Cal. go one at a time too because you know you can't. We can't hear. It's like a bunch of people yelling over one another. So Danny's gonna read the super chats. We'll let Kirk finish, and then the floor is yours. Okay. Shout out to MGTOW University says I'm all for female empowerment, but it's probably the most efficient way to destroy the family structure. Subjugation works even if it is heinous. Oh wow. Um that the whole thing is most men don't want to subjugate women. Um men don't want to see their women in abusive yeah. states. I don't think most I, black, I, black men want to actually subjugate and oppress women either. I know that there is yeah. a narrative being passed around that black men want to emulate white patriarchy and therefore subjugate and oppress their women, but I don't believe that. Um I don't know that subjugation works. I don't I don't believe that 
subjugation would work for our women, not in the modern society in which we live. I don't see it working. Um, but you know, there in, in some um in some communities it's possible that it works. Um, but how do you know that it works more effectively than the reverse would work um if you didn't subjugate those women? That they, you know, because they've been raised with certain traditions and certain values that they still would not adhere to those traditions and values if they were not subjugated. But that's an interesting thought process. Um, I wanted to let Kirk finish and then Jason go ahead and chime well, in. I got, I got one more. Oh, sorry, Dan. Um, oh, uh, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says BGS just did a video on that topic. Submission cannot be bought only cooperation and that's only till she munch monkey branches to another man mm. um very interesting very but interesting do you think stuff. that's buying submission danny like would you consider that I, I don't think that expecting a man to be able to hold his own and expecting a man to be able to take care of his family financially <laughs> is the same thing as buying submission i think that buying submission would be those women who are in, women who are entering into a relationship expect expecting everything to be handed to them and literally their main goal is to be taken care of but a pair working together where maybe the woman works outside the home but she's not the main contributor to the finances and they have something that resembles a traditional relationship i wouldn't consider that that uh purchasing submission i think i agree with your thought process on that um yeah if she's looking to be taken care of fully um then and it's wants one to of give nothing. Things. We've had people who said that on our yeah. panel who said, I don't want to work. I just want to be taken care of, you know, take care of me and my children. And, um, you know, I don't want to have to bring anything to the table. I want you to do it all. And, she, you know, and, and she was a single mother and, you know, she had that type of expectation. So, yeah, um, interesting, interesting. Nonetheless, uh, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says, well, men here don't want it because we were also raised in feminism. Um, the men y'all support feminism more than, you know, um, y'all support women working. Yeah. Y'all support hoes. Y'all support uh, all the feminist shit that y'all say y'all against y'all are in big support of it and we but, yeah that time and time again so and as men why would you want to subjugate somebody like you don't need that to feel powerful you don't have to you know subjugate and oppress somebody and you know um you know put your foot on someone's neck in order to have power you have that power regardless of you being able to subjugate women or them being viewed as beneath. I, I, I don't I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. They talk what? about other cultures of women and those women have been subjugated, mm -hmm. but they talk about the behavior from those cultures of women. Those women so are generally very, huh? Is that what you're saying? You think they do want to subjugate women? No, I'm saying that subjugate subjugation does work men and then it's a, it's a horrible thing to say but it has worked for lots and lots of cultures and their women um are generally in line but now those women will get a taste of america and be like fuck this culture i'm True. out um so it you know it's a thing that kind of works on both sides but it works it's just 
Generally. And I'm not arguing that point. I'm, I didn't make an argument whether or not subjugation works. I said, why would you as a man want to subjugate? You don't need to subjugate in order to feel power. You don't need to bring someone under your control. You don't need to oppress a people and make someone and, and have someone be beneath you in order for you to have power. You already have that power was the point that I was making. Oh, totally they don't totally feel like they have that power, though. Yeah, the thing but about the it is like, that but that's, that's, always, always, that's, always, that's always the it more standpoint is to be open-ended concrete role. So there's there's going to be a tunnel on both ends. So uh, uh, in, in, in reality, you're absolutely right. There should be some finite understanding to that theory. But, you know, when you listen to those messages, per my view, it's always open-ended. Mm, okay. And, and can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. When we talk about, uh, uh, it's not subjugation, it's mainly cooperation because there, there may be something that you may want. Let's say you, you want a car and everything like that. And I'm letting you know, hey, listen, there are certain bills that we got to finish off. They can get your car. And then all of a sudden when she says, blah, 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 and get smart with you, that's the that's what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, just hold out mm -hmm. for a minute, you know, you know, you know, cooperate with me, and you get it. You know, mm -hmm. we're not saying no because we because we hate you. We're not saying no because you know we don't want you to have it. We're saying no because we got to pay off some of these bills, and let's have some money in the bank. We're trying to be financially responsible. You know, black women talk about uh, black men ain't financially responsible and all sort of stuff. So we're trying to be financially responsible. And you're being financially irresponsible, you know. Or what about when um you're at a at a, at a at a at a club or something like that? And I'm like, yo, it's time to go, blah blah blah. And you argue with me. That that's what we're talking about. We're talking about cooperation. Yeah. Please cooperate. I if I if we're seeing if I'm seeing something that's way down the road, I already analyze. See, with men, we analyze things before we go there. We think before we move. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Nuruddin, and I, I think that's different. And I understand the need for cooperation. That that's that's a must in a um, in a successful relationship, in my personal opinion. Um, I think we have one more, and I know Kirk was waiting to get in um, really quickly. So, real quick, let me read this one. It's from MGTOW Universe again. Thank you, MGTOW Universe. He says subjugation, as in lack of opportunity, not as in you know using it to abuse. Um, and yeah, um, I get that, but I think you would still be bringing someone under your control, and you know there is still a level of domination, and you subjugating someone, but um, I, I have a better understanding of your point. Um, really quickly, I'm sorry, Kirk, I know we've um, kind of derailed from the original point, but did you right. want to still add something to close out your point? Yeah, no, I, I was just saying um, um, to Jason that um, it is not, it, it's not the norm for a man to be owned. You get what I'm saying? Um, it's just natural for us to be constructively doing stuff. Um, this whole idea of about the table is turned and now man can stay yeah. home. Um, naturally, it's pretty normal. You know why? Because I grew up with a lot of men that were oppressed and couldn't get jobs. And that generation, men couldn't get jobs. But today, we got it easy where we can get a job with a snap of the finger. But back, back in the day, men had to go out there and sell drugs. They had to do anything to get that money to feed their family. Some didn't run even into doing criminal activity, so they just had to sit home with a woman and watch the woman go out there and get the bread. 
So don't tell me about that. Maybe that maybe listen, you come from listen, a listen, listen, everything a man make in his life is his hold choice. Hold on one second, Kirk. Let's let him finish his point and then we'll pass maybe it back. You come from a different culture. Um, maybe you come ahead, from a different culture, but black people has been oppressed. And the one thing I, I hate uh, in around this space, and I don't care Reese, how your feel connection about is not the best. You got you come through kind of muffled or something. It's it's a little bit difficult to understand everything that you're saying. Can you hear me? Uh, we can hear you, but is it just me? It just it's not coming through as clear. Uh, no, it, it's not coming through all the way clear. Um, let, I, let, I, let, let, let me say something yeah. real quick because because um he said that maybe I come from a different background. So let me tell you where I come from. I come from a third world country, Jamaica. Um, the sisters on the show. I know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that say you don't understand. Hold on, Jason. You gotta let him finish his whole point so you can respond accurately to what he's saying. But that's a better because connection. I already know what he's about to say. But it's it's still well, different. It's still different. No, there was no welfare no, in your country helping these women oppressing the men. Hold on, um, the kids the men home. Uh, Jason, one second. Go ahead, Kirk. What I'm saying is that I'm from Jamaica. Oppression in third world country is no different than oppression here or anywhere else. A matter of fact, um, if you look across the globe, uh, we are the last set of people to ever expose to anything. You get what I'm saying? When I was, when I, when I came to this country over 19 years ago, I didn't have anything. I could have sold drugs. I could have run with gangs. I could have, I could have did anything that I want, but I made a choice. I made a choice. So when you're talking about men being oppressed, Every situation is still you are responsible for the choice you make. You get what I'm saying? Up to this day, we're still being oppressed. But you, you cannot be playing the victim card for the rest of your life. You get what I'm saying? You have to break away from that. This is why when, this is why when we do these shows. It's, it's not a victim card. This is the problem with y'all with y'all immigrants when y'all come over here. Y'all always talking about from, from, from what we suffer from, like white supremacy doesn't exist the way y'all the way y'all interpret it. Y'all no, I don't I don't want to hear that because and we already know Ados men and Ados women get oppressed more. When you look on the newscast, you don't see fucking Ados people, you see immigrants. The skies hey, is for those people. You're not looking at so, so, so before you can tell me about where you, where you come from, first off, they didn't tie your women down and tell your women, hey, here's welfare, don't work. No, you had oppression the way the way it's supposed to be. You don't eat, you don't get fed. No, our women were being fed and our men were being deprived of work and, and jobs and stuff like that over here. So that's why I was trying to tell you, I knew where you was going. I knew where you was going. Okay, I'm sitting right in the corner. Exactly what I'm, I'm actually going to, to say. We're going to move forward, though, because we have people on the panel who haven't had an opportunity to speak. I, I, I completely understood what Kirk was saying, and I don't think that he was saying that they don't face any type of oppression. I am Ados and I actually, my opinion differs from yours. I understand that there was a period of time where black men had it difficult as it relates to being able to go out and get jobs, but that's not an ideal situation, especially in today's economy with the rate of 
with inflation, most households require two incomes to live comfortably. But we'll come, we'll circle back to this point because we, you know, we have people on the panel who haven't had an opportunity to chime in. Really quick, I'm just gonna read the super chat from MGTOW Universe. He says, lack of economic opportunity is what make SYSBM so attractive. It's not that women don't want to compete. It's that they can't. Oh, okay, Nick And D says, black culture is predominantly patriarchy. However, the family is led as one. I'm not understanding the need to do this and that. Submissiveness is tied to femininity, clear and cut. Let me brace the storm. Uh, stay behind me. Um, very interesting, D. Um, especially the point about Black culture being primarily patriarchy, because I think a lot of people in the space would disagree. But thank you so much for the super chat. Um, the next person on the panel was it Sir Ism or was it Mr. It Lee was Sir Ism. Okay, Sir Ism. What's good? Hey, hey, fam. How y'all doing? Uh, pretty good. We ain't heard from you in a minute. What you got on the topic? I know. Oh, okay, okay. Give me, give me, give me two minutes now. Don't, now, Dave, uh, not Dave, John, J- Jason Johnson. Don't interrupt me and the Jamaican dude who want to pay for everything. Give me two minutes. I'm gonna give okay. y'all relationship advice because y'all don't like this uh, messenger. Just listen to the message since y'all don't like Uncleism. You know, I ain't BGS <laughs> all that, and I don't know how you gonna listen to BGS. I thought he was monk. He ain't had a woman since '79. So all. You dudes that's got acronyms in your name. See, that means that you don't get no women. Okay. SYSBM, that means you just pay for women. Okay. If you take a picture with your woman and she looks better than you, then you know. You, you ain't going to have it your way in the bed. Okay, you can make up for it in sex. Now, if your stroke game ain't cool, you know it. When your men go to the restroom and they pull their thing out, you know if your stroke game is good. If not, you know how to work with what you got. So if you soft in the bed, your woman ain't going to respect you. So that's why Tyrone Thunder Sloan and uh, Pookie Ray Ray, they're going to stay getting women because they slang that iron. Now, all these nasally guys that's nasally way up here, go on and get you a little chubby woman and be happy because if your woman knows she look better than you, she's going to always say, you can't even do nothing in the bed, okay? So, ladies, if you get a dude and you know he ain't that attractive, but he got the bag, he one of these nasally guys that make 100000 then you probably going to have to get some toys, but your kids will be taken care of. See, we think about ourselves and and sex instead of thinking about the kids. So I understand sometimes you got to take an L with the sex because you got a man with a little thing, but he make a lot of money. So you guys and that other uh, Jamaican dude, what's wrong with a woman taking care of a man? Man, what kind of buttercup soft stuff is that? Ain't no, nobody say nothing when a man take care of a woman, man. What is you talking about? I think that dude got game, man. Send him to the Macosphere. Yeah, a man must work. A man, mu- hey man, Make sure that woman invests. If that woman don't invest, then you must digress. I keep telling y'all, man, that woman has nothing invested in you. That's why you get talked too crazy. That's why I, you I get never, a relationship done. I, I never said I'm I never said so a man shocked. I never said a man I never said a man not supposed to work. I am yes, I am did. saying you no, said no, no. what man sits yeah. at home. No, I said it's not natural for us to be sitting Who at home. Who said it? Why not? 
You can work but, remotely but it, from home and take listen, care of kids. Nobody said when the woman do it. Listen, when the women, li when the, what is you like a male feminist or something? I told you, oh, man, come to Macclesfield and be a manist. Oh, I got the manist. I'm from a different culture, so my mindset is totally different from, well, from the American mindset. That so, sounds so, to me. So, and, I, I, and the ladies know who I am, so. I'm a different beast from you guys. You guys look at stuff different, and uh, that's why okay, I was well, trying to tell the brother your before. Okay, what's man? Because when you be sounding nasally, a woman automatically say, okay, I'm going to use him. So leave I the little city girls alone. I actually understand perfectly what Kirk is saying. Listen, but you, you are let, let, a decent woman. Listen, listen, listen. The tonation of like his voice. Like George, but the, <laughs> these dudes, we want to get city girls. The city girls hear his voice. She said, oh, I'm going to use him. You see, you come with an assumption. You come with an assumption. Get you a good woman like sister. Georgia concrete. I'm married for 13 out. years. I got two kids. Married That's for 13 right. years. I don't okay, have a okay. woman problem. I own five truck. I'm a, I'm a trucker. See, that, I own that, a trucking that, that, don't company. Don't tell me about your trucks. No, tell but you're saying, I'm a, you're saying, you're saying I'm a lazy guy. I'm just trying to let you know who I am. You got you a said, woman. That's what you I said, need to You say I sound like a lazy guy. You say I'm a nerd guy. So I'm just trying to I'm I just trying to let you know. Trucks. Nobody care what you own. We talking I, about relationships. No, 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 no. You said that I'm a nerd guy. You say I'm a punk. I'm yes, a weak guy. So I'm just letting you know. I'm just giving you a background. That's oh, all. Okay. So you got a woman. Okay. So your woman. I'm married for 13 you. years. There I don't have go. a woman problem. She, a woman do two things. She married you for security or It doesn't matter. It, I don't have a woman problem though. I don't so, have a woman. I'm not the one with a woman problem. Y'all are. Y'all are the one with a woman problem, not me. I don't, I don't have a woman problem. I'm always a, a Jamaican, <laughs> so I don't you, have to you, deal with a pool care You would get you care of. It's like, what's wrong with him getting taken care of? That's a good thing. But you want to work. So your woman heard, I got five trucks. She said, sign me up. So that's cool. I find my wife and I, my wife and I have been together for 13 years. I own exactly. my trucking company 10 years. Right. So we built it together. She knew you had money. So she said, yeah, this is a good choice. So let me ask you a question. Hold, yeah, hold read on, the girl. super chat. Read the super chat. Yeah, we're going to read the super chats real quick just to give everybody a moment to digress. Um, Universe says, ah, yes, it's the you don't get. P-U-S-S-Y guy again. I think there was one more. He don't. That's why he got that MGTOW shit in his name. MGTOW. Uh, is it this one? Get out of here. Um, Javon says, <laughs> you know what? I do not. So he says me a third world simp, mom. Big up. I disagree. <laughs> like, you got to say it in your Jamaican accent, concrete. Me a third well simp, you big up man. You guys promote in the space, men working hard, you know, men, you know, going out and doing what they have to do. And he's literally saying he has done all that. He has built, you know, a successful company, he has a wife, he has children, he's doing what a man is supposed to do. I don't Problem they have, right? But I still, I would like to know what a third world country is. Is it what a third world? What is that? You know what? I'm not. Oh, Kirk, did you want to ask a third world? The research in here, man. Hey, Linda. Okay, well, Mr. Research, it's on you. All right, I appreciate it. Yeah, give me a couple of seconds. I think I can clear a couple of things up. I used to hang out at uh, in a little bay, 
for about half a year uh, out in the grill. I used to go through St. Ann, Kingston. So let's 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 talk this back of bush type of scenario. So here's where the information is. In 1995, just before I left, the unemployment rate was negative two, while ours in the in Americas was 10 plus. See, back of bush people, or some back of bush people, they have no idea what you too dark to have a job is because their unemployment rate, they, they, they didn't feel that. They were able to live without, they have no idea about German shepherds and dogs. They have no idea about life before Bill Clinton passed NAFTA that allowed so many immigrants to come here. So of course they're gonna rub their nose and in, in people's face and say what somebody could have did and I didn't have two dimes to whatever together. When I was in the grill, it was a beautiful life to just sit on the beach all day, unbothered, eat conch and, and drink beers. It was beautiful not being bothered. But guess what? It was different in the States where people would harass you just for doing the exact same thing that you're doing in the grill. And when you did go to try to get employment, being told, hey, and uh, matter of fact, the EEOC represents this, shows that black men are have the most filings of discrimination for the past 50 years. See, our back of Bush friends don't know nothing about that. Yet they think everything is so easy as, hey, I got here and did this. Okay, that's cool. That's after Bill Clinton. So when we when we say these type of things, man, you know, make sure you got some data behind that. Because look, I'm a 3.8 honor student. I got five certifications. And I'm still turned away from positions. So I, I don't have the luxury to hide out in a truck. I don't have the luxury to hide out on a laptop in a tech job. I have to actually engage with people and deal with employees. So, you know, I, I just say respectfully, make sure we understand what we're saying when we're saying it. Also, before I give up the mic, as it relates to this thing with Pookie and the whole thing like that, Hey, look, check this out. I, I feel like, and then I've been saying this for a long time, dudes pay attention to women way too much. You should be ignoring half of them and focus on protecting the pickmies. Protect the memes, the male identified. I call them memes. Protect the memes. Because, you know, we, we're, we're, we're doing nothing after 11 years of complaining about these chicks. We're creating more chicks who hate men. And meanwhile, the white woman is kicking black women out of the job. Meanwhile, the white woman is, is, is taking black taxes and, and giving them to her kids only. And, and the Pakistani woman is helping her. While we going through all this, other, other cultures are bypassing us up. So I do predict the children of 2030 are gonna look at this time and be like, what did these 1999 blacks create? Huey Newton was in the 70s. The 80s, the internet was created. So what are these, what are these 19, oh, arguments, anti-blackness. Pookie don't matter, thugging is dead. Nobody's marching for Pookie anymore. And I guarantee, I guarantee black community, as you start to see more black males get arrested for stupid stuff, there will be a new crime bill coming up. So don't start marching when they start locking dudes up. Because this is the age of free weed, I mean, legal weed and Bitcoin. 
You don't need to be doing that 1980 pookie stuff no more. And if you a black woman picking them, you can go jail too. Mm. Well, thank you, Mr. Research. Uh, definitely appreciate that. And I won't be surprised, but you know, we have Black Lives Matter, so they'll probably march in order to raise money and raise funds to funnel them Get in to condo. You know, uh, spend yeah. them on their own personal things. Um, That's interesting. Um, just real quick, I think Mr. Yeah, Mr. Research brought about a good point, um, especially with the crime bill and things. But I was just thinking about something because we talked about Black Lives Matter earlier. And I was just thinking that um, with a new crime bill, um, we're not going to have those types of uh, resources to even help fight, even if we are done wrong. Um, so that's interesting that you brought up the crime bill and I'm, I'm and, and then the Black Lives Matter thing. We're probably not going to have that, that type of resource at some point uh, because but, all the credibility will be gone and we did it for ourselves. So that's interesting. But 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 Concrete Rose, uh, Sister George, but Black Lives Matter, the founders buy mansions and stuff with the money, with the money yeah, that they're raising. We referring to. So so uh, I, 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 I Black Lives Matter. I mean, I, I don't believe in that crap. Because if Black Lives really mattered, you know they would they would go after the guys who are actually doing crazy stuff to the black community. Yeah. Well, the people, uh, or, but they 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 would do it already. They would I they would have it already. Uh, that an organization can exist uh, and you know address one issue and not have to address every issue within the black community. But that was the point of the joke because we know we could we saw that the information came out with black, uh, regarding Black Lives Matter and how they're misappropriating funds. So, um, yeah, committing fraud. Yeah, basically. Real quick, so MGTOW Universe says it's super nice that you care about other men's D so much that it's your Ooh. primary argument, and it's not even that. Um, I think he who, was talking to me, the MGTOW dude. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a grown man, I ain't got to do all this pause and look, man, look, man, I'm 51. Okay, I got kids y'all age. The hell with what y'all talking about. If you know you lacking, Jack, and you know you can't blow a woman's back out, you know where you at in the game. See, just pay for faces, okay? And and, and you pay for the face, and the woman takes your wallet, okay? Another acronym, S-Y-S-B-M. That means you're an ugly dude that pay for sex, okay? <laughs> MGTOW. See, that took me a couple of years to figure you niggas out. MGTOW. That means niggas go their own way with no bitches, okay? The women you want, you can't have unless you pay okay so pay for the face and you give them your wallet okay women have sex with wallets they don't even like you niggas they be like hurry up and get off so i'm trying to tell you mm. you know you short stroking and you an ugly dude look in the mirror be real with yourself man all these analytics i told you about your manalytics everybody got all these acronyms mm. what about this one m-a-n be a man hold your nuts know where you at in the game because oh. you even going to be the man or the woman and it don't matter in whatever relationship man, man, woman, woman, one of them the bitch and it ain't going to be me. Now what are you? You got a YouTube channel? Yeah. <laughs> he does. He has a YouTube channel. Sir Ism. Um, what's your, it's the, what is your YouTube channel? I'm is it Sir your Ism name, Ism. right? Sir Ism. Sir Ism. There you go. Some people say. There you go. So real quick, let me read the next super chat. Um, hey, hey, bro, you kind of phony too, huh? 
Hold on one second. He says, was on a live stream with Citizen Lou last week talking about the playoffs. And guess what? He gets on talking about MGTOW. Don't get P-U-S-S-Y. It's hilarious, though. Keep trolling. All right. So we are um, actually going to move on down the line. Uh Oh, sorry. Um, uh, Wise man, what do you have to add to the conversation? Uh, Yeah, so I'm kind of going through some hills. So if I... uh... If if you I kind of lose signal, then uh, you know just come back to me. Yeah, that's for, that's cool. Okay, all right. So um, I think that the rise of the Pookie Pookies got created in a uh, in a in a vacuum of when you had the absence of the black male father. So along with that absence of the black male father, then you have and I and I don't mean as it, as a result of him leaving the home. I'm talking about incarceration, murder, so on and so forth, all the victim victimization that happens to black males. So that leaves the family unguarded. And then the devaluation of the woman comes in, like a lot of what we see. So in the absence of the father, for whatever various reason, the uh, devaluation of the woman. And then now you have a pookie being created out of necessity because the black woman is being elevated, the black male getting kicked in the head. And now the pookie can can come to life, if you will, because now there's a he's going to find a space to where he can exist. There would be no pookies if a lot of the black male figures that were looked up to in modern uh, and in previous times were in the community. Could be no pookies because every black man would be held to a certain standard. So that's the way I see it. Uh, the uh, Sir Ism brother, I just wanted to ask him what's his definition of a man because I hear him saying, you know. Uh, it, you know, about being a man and holding your nuts and all that. I got that. But I think it comes from his personal uh, definition of what a man is. You know what I mean? So, and I think all of this stems out of the, the whole pookie culture stems out of both black men and women being out of their nature. You know, when you ha- when we're out of our respective roles, then this kind of behavior can happen. Exactly. So I just wanted want okay. to ask the brother, well, what's the definition well, you, of uh, when you go to uh, school, you know, you had five or six different courses, right? See, sometimes okay. you got to come over to Professor Ism and get some of my wisdom, right? And you put it in your gumbo pot, right? You put a whole lot of your father, your grandfather, your uncle, maybe just some men. That was your next door neighbor, the way he carried himself, the way he kept his car clean, the way his woman respected him. And you took a lot of faults that you seen and didn't put it in your gumbo. And then you stir that shit up, man. And that's what make you the man you are. You can't be ism. It's only one me. I can't be you. But you put some of my sauce, some of your flavor, and then you will see it later on in life and be like, ah, that's that's what he was talking about. But you do it in your own way. You don't have to be over the mm-hmm. top like me. That's my style. But I just want men to carry themselves, raise their children. And y'all can say I'm crazy. I sent kids to college and I only graduated high school. So, yes, there's no excuses. There's no days off. It's no white man, all that holding you back. We know that. But what are we going to do? So if you know you a studious guy. Go to college. Handle your business. If you know you don't really like school, go to the trucking business. Go to something else that works for you. But I believe what the man was saying was right. A man must get up every day and put in that work. But if you got a woman or maybe a crew of women that go out and execute your chores, you could be at home and working in human resources, man. I don't see the problem with that. You understand me? Church. Tabernacle. (laughs) Okay. Uh let me read the super chat. Let me ask you something. Let me read the super chat real quick. 
and then you got it. Um, shout out to Dane. He said, "Isn't ism that dude that showed some ugly white holes on DJ Kuda's panel oh. um, channel?" Thank you so much for that, Dane. Hey, but really did you hit? A, did you hit a keyword? Did you hit a keyword, Sister George? Holes, and these niggas can't even get one. That's a goddamn shame. You let an ugly troll mm. like ism have. What did he say? Women. I don't care. See, you niggas just for faces. Y'all pay for faces. See, I pay for what a, a woman can do for me. See, that's why we have a collection. We have a company. We're doing things for each other. It's our, it's us. You mess with women but, that say me. But, and but, you can't but even but get isn't, one. But, but isn't. Ugly, I said, I said ugly. that. Ugly and is relative, but, brother. All you big diction, Scientology, scientific, hmm. physiology niggas. Yeah, ugly is relative. Only thing matter. Nobody's perfect, but you're perfect for me, baby. That's a pretty bitch, man. I don't know what you're talking about, Square. Get you a pretty woman that <laughs> use and abuse you, treat you like shit, and you're outside so, so in your car having so you a drink, so, ready to so delete you yourself because you gotta go in the house with this pretty big forehead yellow woman. Never trust <laughs> a big forehead yellow woman with the little baby hair. <laughs> I just found out that baby hair is fake. They be tattooing it up there. Don't trust them women. They got a big forehead. They're always thinking about themselves. I'm telling you, yes, man, you're going to listen to the blues. Get you a big leg, ugly woman. You'll be happy. Universe, I hope you are listening. This is the same advice I was trying. Listen. Okay. <laughs> I got a question for the brother. For is right, brother. So I heard you say you're 50 something, right? Okay. So, and I understand what kind of, uh, you know, what kind of profession you involved in, per se, right? So you you would look at the at the woman as the commodity to earn you the finance, right? Okay, so let me ask you this: so you put value on the woman to that degree that she's gonna go out and earn for you, right? Okay, so here's the thing: how can you, as a man, say that you a man you standing on your own if somebody else is providing for you? Wouldn't that make you the subordinate in that situation that you depended on her finances for you to have or, or to fund your, huh? you know? No, your bro, life? no, bro. See, that's what you got I'm it all wrong. I'm, just, I'm, just, okay. I'm about to tell you. That, that's just one part of the company, man. You got to learn how to diversify your portfolio, man. You understand mm -hmm. me, man? It can be a <laughs> no, good I, I, was, I wouldn't understand that you would have other side hustles here. I wouldn't understand that you would have other side hustles. Because like the messenger, Sister George, because you told the dude the same thing I said. No, 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 because you're talking a lot of... With the Ism. loud Barry Quincy White, Barry White voice, they'll love it. But Ism said he's a clown. Ain't this the dude? But if BGS said, no, oh, no, for real, wait a minute, though, bro. Hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. Real, wait, wait, wait. Ism, 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 Ism. Ism, can you hear me? Can y'all hear me? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, um, wise man doesn't seem to be on the same trajectory as a lot of people and i think he does listen around the space but um wise man team seems to walk on his own um path at least that's the impression that i got from him so i do want i, I actually want you guys to have that conversation um yeah i hear him out well, because the, okay. yeah, because here's the thing right if if i mean i understand like right i understand him culture right Okay, so, but the woman is your main commodity. And anything of value, you want, the, that's, that's the purpose of the pimp, is to protect this commodity. So she get into it with us, come across other territories, the pimp would have to intercede. However, the, the flaw in the pimpology is that the pimp on woman, if the police come and they lock up all your women, you have to go searching for another woman. So therefore, you are a subordinate. You are not the dominant in that situation because you're dependent on the woman for your for your, you know, 
That's what I was saying. And let me ask you a quick question before you respond, Ism, because I did read this in an Iceberg Slim book a long time ago when I was studying this stuff. Right. And he said that a pimp was nothing but a hoe in reverse. What are your thoughts on what... uh, why is well, there you go. The my, ice, my iceberg slim interpretation just because he sold 18 million books don't mean he the gospel okay <laughs> they got they got many doctrines of the religion they got baptist they got pentecostal so look if you okay. handling your business and you saving your money and you stacking it up then if anything happened to your woman this is why you use a piece of perspective not a woman on the street you still send your wife out the door to execute your chore what about if she lose her job for a month? Then you were supposed to be the man, quote unquote, the Mac, the P, that have enough money put up where you could take care of your woman. Mm. What was you doing with the money she was bringing in? See what I'm saying? So we can't just listen to Iceberg Slim. That's his interpretation. But nevertheless, say, but nevertheless, uh-huh. brother, but nevertheless, she still, but nevertheless, that pimp is still dependent on her getting out doing what she got to do. So therefore, in that exchange, he's, he's going to be the subordinate. But brother, because he's still to whatever she's bringing in. You you must be talking about no. them other niggas. You ain't talking about me because my game. No, I'm just saying See, that's I'm, the I'm, I'm, that's Listen, the I'm not talking about. It, but brother, hold on. Got oh, the hook and I'm not a talking woman. about nothing back. personal. Your wife could leave. That's not anything. Could come happen. on, bro. So you trying to that's just tell me be like I'm not dependent on a woman? If that philosophy, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not totally dependent on a woman. You taking it personal, and I'm dealing with the concept of being okay. That's what I'm doing. I'm dealing well, with the concept. The concept. Hold on. Let me. This let me. Let, with no. Me, man. Okay. There you go. Okay. Fine, brother. This but, but with me, man. My point is, I'm dealing with the concept. I'm not making it personal. I'm just dealing strictly with the concept of being dependent upon a woman. Right. It's like you can't, like what you were saying about being a man, about being independent. Right. Independence is independence is independence. There's no dependency there. But in the in that kind of even in macology. You still, if you, who you macking to if you're not you macking to the woman? Somebody. Hey, man, your job, is, your job is macking on you. You dependent oh, on, on the on. job, ain't you? They can fire oh, you They're dependent on you. And they're dependent not if you're you self-made. Not if you have your own business, though, right? Well, if you have your own why, business, then why, you're... Why, well, why you can't take your out. street business and have a real business? How you know the women that's having their business, we ain't turning that into something that's legitimate business. Let so we dependent on each other, man. This is about elevation. It ain't about staying on one level man that's just one level of the game man i can't give you all that that's patreon you ain't sent in a cash app and you ain't sent me you ain't even hit the like button or the subscribe button i can't give you all that you got to pull up on the channel now go i'm ahead. not asking for it bro. listen bro. I'm, 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 I'm well i'm well versed i'm well versed in, in macology so brother told. that's not yeah okay that ain't, well, that's my point show me show me they said i had oh, ugly true. white bitches that mean, true, guys. let me hear one right now i'll send the cash app let me hear one put on the phone let me read the super chat real quick. Yeah, let me read the super chat real quick so we can kind of level set. Javon says, Sir Ism, this is not going to help us level set. Sir Ism is not a pimp, he's an assistant pimp. Um, thank you, Javon, for the super chat. So he's right, he knows me. And how much you send in? Two dollars. After they hit the taxes on that, can y'all even buy a beer with two dollars? Y'all can't even get one of them Mike's no, hard lemonade, and it expensive. ain't two dollars. It's like one thirty after YouTube hit it. But I'm bull crap. This nigga sent in two dollars, nigga. Get your bands up first before you talk to me. Mm. You so, know, so um, let me clear it up real quick. Go um, ahead, Mr. Research. Maybe you can add some levity to this. Yeah, yeah. Let me clear it up real quick. So. 
So, so Ism has a point. Maybe y'all didn't, you know, it got lost in translation. And Wise Man has a good question. What happens with peace style, man, there's different levels of the game. So if you sit up here and, and, and look, Wise Man is true in his question. It does fall like that. And Sister George is true in what she read. But two things can exist at the same time, just like Ism said. Your, your level of macking, your level of pimp talk, pimp, pimp application may be totally different from that. So just like when you got an employee, a, a, you, you own a McDonald's, you still subservient to your employees showing up. It's the same principle. So yeah, wise, wise man is absolutely correct on that. But like Ism said, if you a hellified manager, you never put your, 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 your chicks on the track in, in, in that predicament to begin with. You need to be on point in, in, in all facets. So two things are true at the same time. But to to square people, they they and, and this ain't no diss to wise man. I'm just saying that's what it is. To square people who oh, ain't I'm never not a square, had, but I got you, bro. <laughs> I got you, bro. To, to to square people who ain't never had nobody on the track breaking no heels, this this is weird talk to them. They 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 want to shout it down right. because it's easier to shout down. But in actuality, two things can exist at the same time. Thank you, Mr. Research. Well, yeah, I it's like, said that more can I, can I say something with you, you. Said, these dudes be thinking they meet women at the bar uh -huh. just randomly, right? Oh, I met a hot woman at the at the bar at my hotel. Hey, man, I was at a golf tournament. I met these girls. Hey, I was in Miami. I met the, those was hoes. It was what? just another level. It wasn't your lucky <laughs> night. Okay? You just got a high-priced hoe. They got levels to the game, man. He said it's levels to the shit. You can't it's fuck my bitch. You ain't heard the song. Man, what y'all could listen to that Kenny Rogers and play some rap, man? It's just like, on, it's just like when I show it's just like when I show the Portuguese chick in a mask here on, on this platform. And people and dudes, dudes in the chat room got upset. Notice this one. It's just like I showed a woman saying, Yes, daddy, with her ski mask on in in, in the thing. I didn't do that to to try to uh uh flex a boss up. I did it to prove a point. Ism is saying it in a different way. I'm going to say in a more calm, smooth way. A lot of these dudes ain't living the way they talk. And so when they see when they see true pimp dominance or true application of the game, their number one thing is to do like some ladies do. Shout it down, call it names, and label it. But that just proves you ain't got no application to the game. Hey, brother, research. Can I say this, bro? So that kind of goes. That kind of goes. That kind of goes along with what I was saying about um, it's a it's a subculture in a sense because it's outside of our nature, right? I understand why it exists, right? And when I say what our nature, I mean our original self and who we are as people. Um, it's no. It, this is created as a result of uh, you know what I mean. Some can say child slavery. You can say you know. Uh, just our condition here and our third joint here in America. However, what I'm saying is it's created out of that. And yeah, it exists and yeah, it's a reality. And so, yeah, we should have knowledge of it and try to uh, uh, deal with it accordingly. And that's what he's doing. That's what Ism doing. So I'm not, I'm not against what he's saying. I understand you got to have knowledge of the woman. However, the woman is outside her nature. So you got women behaving a certain way and you basically, the pimp culture is adjusting to that behavior. But she's only out of her nature because the black man is out of the home due to a certain situation. So these are all circumstantial situations. That's basically what I was getting at. 
But now, as far as being a man, out your nature to establish dominance on your woman, man. Y'all dudes be saying y'all okay, y'all lions, man. Y'all be lions with y'all. Okay, do you want the answer or do you want to go on a tirade, bro? Look, you say you saying how's that outside your nature? Number one, a man that's really in control and in charge of his woman don't have to use a whole lot of words. Sometimes, if you in real control of your woman, you could just look at her. You can give her a look, just like you do. You would do with your children. Real control over a woman is when that woman has respect for you because respect trumps all of that. You can be the Macadist pimp. You can have the best lingo out there. But a woman that respects a man, well, uh, that's where the matter of fact, the, the pimp has got the respect of his hoes. So if he has the respect of his hoes, that's why they'll go out and they'll walk that track for, for, for umpteen hours for him. Because there's respect in place. So what you're looking for, it's not real power is not loud, it's not boisterous, it's real quiet, soft, and calm. You hey, can bro. control a woman in hey, more bro. than they one way. That's all I'm saying. Of guys. They got more than one style of rapper. They got the slow rapper, they got the hype rapper, they got more ways to skin a cat, brother. Okay. But you know they what got, though, they, brother? They I'm gonna tell you this. Guys. They got pit bulls, they got Labrador niggas, they got Rockwaller niggas, they got what if Kane Coast. But, so but you know what? If you ask any woman, so but if you no, ask no, any no, woman, it ain't no any woman, man. Hold on. You ain't met every woman, no, no, but and you never will. Let me, let me, let me make my point. For your style is certain women for my style. That's why I said just take you some of the sauce. Take you what you can ingest the good part, and then use a whole bunch of your part and stir it up. Now, just because I'm loud, real, that's my, though, style. my women like my style because I ain't trying to knock none of you black ass niggas. So I don't care if you like me, don't like me, call my women ugly. I wouldn't give a damn. It's for me. So you either can listen to this game and accept it or you be your style of player and you do it the way you want to do it, brother. No, no that's fine. I, I don't have I don't have nothing, I don't have no issue with that. However, what I'm saying is if you ask the majority of women, it's the man that doesn't say much. It's the man that's quiet and reserved is the dangerous man. Everybody knows that. You know, a marble in the can make a lot of noise, but there ain't no substance in it. <laughs> so women start, women, women are, are judges of character and substance. They can see substance in a man. They can see potential in a man. A lot of times they'll get with a pimp because he's talking. Oh, okay, so you got mental quickness. Okay, yeah, that might be a good bet to get me where I'm going if that's where she's going. But women, you notice when women approach a man that's how, serious, how you know how to think like a woman, man. How you know? No, I know how, how women how, think. How do you? I don't know. know. Bro, I'm forty-one. Forty-one. Okay, well, you got a little years on you, man. Well, I'm fifty-one, man. So we probably okay. two different coasts. So you can't tell me what all women think. I told you they got a lot of. I'm not saying that. I'm not. They got a lot brother. of different kind of fellas. But for you fellas, that's overshooting your boundaries. That's why you got to put these acronyms. That's why I came up here. I'm trying to help all these alphas. No, brother, I got pills, you. All them pills. Y'all need to be a man and be real with yourself. Quit but see, I think I think we need to redefine manhood. Manhood is not. How many what women I can control? My version okay, of the game brother. is stay dominant on a woman. Now, if you kind of a softer, mild-mannered dude, maybe you need a, one of them loud-mouth uh, women that run you around. That ain't me. So y'all go on ahead and go get bumquisha, tell you what to do, argue with the people at the drive-thru, and all that. I'm going to get me some submissive women, and I ain't got to say I need a virgin. I need, she got to submit. I never ask for it. They just volunteer it, man, because my game is strong. Oh, hey, can I ask you game. one last question, and I'm going to let you go? have no game. And I still ain't seen hey, y'all show me a woman. Hey, hey, hey brother Ism, brother Ism, let me ask point. you one last question. Oh, you check, let me just ask you, let me ask you one last question, right? Is 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 true power, right? Which woman is, is which woman show, so, because it sounds like you're judging 
your manhood by how you control a woman. That's what it sounds like. Now, you may, I may be wrong. You can correct me. But a man is not defined by a woman. He's defined by his responsibility and his ability to handle responsibility. And the respect is a result of him handling that. So I, I just wanted to ask you a question. A woman that is strong, knows who she is, in touch with who she is as a woman, right? A man that can control her, is, is that a better woman to control or a woman that is weaker and kind of just submissive to whatever man, any man suggests or say? Which one is the stronger woman? A black woman that's strong because they don't only want to use that word in front of their name. Them acronyms again, like Mito, strong black woman. See, it's an adjective. Whatever it is, you know better than me. I graduated <laughs> high school, nigga, but I probably got more money than you. So look, Wait so anybody that put an acronym in front of their name, Mito, bit uh, more, be more, whatever they call themselves, that's going to be a problem strong black woman and the submissive one that sound like you speaking on another race can a Some woman can a woman be strong and submissive at the same time hell no hell you go oh, you take okay. strong one then you go ahead adam headaches i don't want to deal but, with but it but see man. then you kind of okay. you kind of answer my question then you kind of you kind of prove my that's point that's no doctrine of the game you want them strong women that sound like you like sisters to be if strong i if i can control a strong you, woman don't because that mean you Nah, well, that means you want to deal with that. I ain't I'm just no asking. I'm just asking the question. Uh, go ahead, you can, strong man. You can no, lift more weights than me. I'll work out with this little. Uh, brother, you can fill a bust me, but you, you can't. You can't deny the truth of what I'm saying. Weights that you want, bro. Go ahead. You stronger than me. You right. You win. No, no, but, I, but see, that's you. not my point. That's not my point. See, and that's what I'm saying. I can tell by your. I, I could I could tell by your response. You can tell by my response is I done dealt with enough big head black women that I know that they like mm -hmm. pit bulls. And if you ain't a hard on a pit bull, because I done had many of dogs, you gotta let that motherfucker know. So there ain't no softness oh, so in them, huh? Ahead and take my little Maltese's, okay. my little Shih Tzus, and I go on down the road. They act right, and they when they shit, it's just a little something. You clean it up. See them rock them pit bull women, them rock all women. Right, they shit all over the yard. <laughs> they act the fool. They bite on your leg. You, you, oh, they always fucking your finances up. That's what I'm telling you. So go he on with the pit bull rock waller women. He's bowing out of the conversation. Let me read the super chat real quick. <laughs> Nick Cal Universe, y'all ain't helping. He said this dude is 50-something with female talking points. Just because you say something loud does not, I mean, does not make it true. Hmm. So um, when y'all do a show that's female talking points, if a woman talks loud, since I'm talking loud, like this nigga know me. Who is this nigga? It's some nigga just out of nowhere, out of bumfuck Mississippi. Nigga, if you don't shut Wait up. Wait a minute, where you got to talk about the suit? <laughs> he, he came for the suit, Well, baby. don't well, come for the well, suit. Well, well, well boo-boo Alabama then. The nigga there you go. Me. There you go. Talk about Alabama. <laughs> <man>. Roll tight. <laughs> Mr. Research says, my two married pick-me's are loved and protected by the intellectual males in the community. Shout out to King Curlin and C. Rose's honorable husband. He said, will I get that forward on Danny's book? Hmm, Arsenio Hall. Um, Danny, you going to give him the forward on the book? You know I will, child. If I if I make it out of the YouTube space, honey, I'm going. Listen. See, see that's why, because you, you niggas ain't got people making videos about you. See, Carolyn is a Mac. His name is Mac Carolyn M. For Mac, see, they got, he got women making videos. They were talking about him in his DMs. That's because he's a catch. See, so if you ugly niggas don't nobody like you, when you leave the house and your woman know, ain't no woman gonna holler at you today. See, you need to go on here and just get married and sit on down, man. 
Okay. You know what? Y'all are yeah, stirring you're the pot. Brother, and to... you shaving. You got that beard like Carolyn. And you got a few race cars. You got your elaborate setup. And you making some money. <laughs> and when he leave the door, Sister George, no, oh, this nigga might knock a bitch. I'm finna go to the gym. See, that's when you can do what you want. But you ugly niggas that be just cash yapping and mad at me. See, don't be mad at the messages. just because I don't look like Kevin Samuels and roast a bunch of women. Okay? Because you ain't roasted a woman in real Listen, life, nigga. Rest so in that's peace. why you watch rest that. Rest in peace to Kevin rest Samuels. In peace to Kevin. But I'm talking to yeah. all these Kevin Samuel follower defense force niggas. You ain't Kevin. So okay, good. Kevin was some of y'all do be going to the extreme. I just seen the tattoos. I just seen the jewelry piece. Don't get you an ugly woman. You ain't Kevin, nigga. Some so of you can do all this extreme. YouTube shit all you want. And five years gonna go by and you're still over there with your twosome. Hannah Hand and Linda Lotion. <laughs> <That's not laughs> uh, let me read this other super chat. And it's probably, yeah, I, I, I don't even know why I continue reading them. Javon says, <laughs> only thing so ism can teach you how to do is knock an old, ugly batch. Every time I come to y'all show, every time I come to y'all show, y'all show clean up. Every time I come to y'all channel, y'all show make a lot of money. Yeah, I'm entertaining, nigga. Yeah, they call me you Money are. Mike. You, Money Mike you had bitches on Friday. You call Nobody me Pimp C. He me. had broads. You call me Trick Back. Trick Back had hoes. And he came to that he educated lady house and told him, give me my bitch, nigga. <laughs> okay. Um, that third shift at Denny's child. That man said saying, the third shift at Denny's. Are you ready to niggas. shut it down, Danny? Or Girl, you keep if we thing, don't, boy? you know, we're going to be explaining Kevin Samuel's talking points again next week, child. Yeah, I'm sure. <sighs> So let's go ahead and do it. Starting Tell with Nurdine. Get these if women. Can have your, right, Kevin. Well, you wear Nurdine. suits. I'll put on the suit. No, you just a corny us. nigga with a suit on. We relying on Nurdine to to reset the panel. So Nurdine, what's your final what are thoughts? Your final point? Damn. I'll, I'll go ahead and go. Go ahead. All right. So uh, here, here, here's my final thing. You know, whether people like Surism or not, I, um, here, here's here's the thing though, and and this goes to what I say about the two ladies who host the show here. People got their theory on things, but what, what what I believe the males on the internet are suffering from is fantasy talk. Like, even if you disagree with ism, ism live, is living his life how he's living his life. We got too many people that we find out later are not living how they said they was living on the internet. You feel me? And, and, and that's really what's hurting this black male community. Tommy Sotomayor, just to use him as an example, he's been, what, 12 years? Still haven't elevated past YouTube because nobody wants him. So create negative energy entertaining you and your daughters and your sons with negativity is what it is. But promise you this, 2040, 2035, when his two daughters are older, then you're going to be entertained by that. You're going to be entertained by two older women and what they got to say publicly about the person they connected to. Little known fact, and this ain't me hating on him, his mother's a pastor, but you don't hear her trying to correct her son. See, the black community got a lot of little leak out problems. So while we may disagree here on the panel, just understand this, no matter who it is, even Kirk, everybody's standing on who they say they are. 
until the problems come. And then we'll see whether you're a warrior or not. I, I went into a, a, a conversation. I'm sorry for being long-winded. I went into a conversation uh, with the Ibmore guys. This happened almost a year ago. And it was me against 20 dudes. And for anybody who's educated, you know the word conclusive or non-conclusive is vital. Well, these guys were trying to pass off that a, in, I mean, not a non-conclusive, inconclusive. These guys were trying to pass off that an inconclusive study meant something about Black women. Huh? It's inconclusive. Wait a minute. I know about the study. The guy got kicked out of, of, of four universities and had to restart a total of five times. He died still inconclusive. So what are y'all talking about? But that's the, and then just by me saying that, I get somebody talking about they're going to rape me and all this, all this feminine wow. stuff. Well, no, no, all this feminine stuff out of a male mouth. So I said, okay, if I see you on the streets out there in Southern Cal, I'm not even going to give you no warning. I'm at you because that's what type of Northern Cal shit I'm on. So if I see you and, and, and I know the picture of what you look like, I'm going to get at you. Now, I don't say that to be boisterous. It's just that these dudes don't allow just a discussion. They make it too personal. So if you don't like ism and you don't like Kirk and let's just keep it at a, at a conversation. Cause some of you dudes, man, y'all really in fantasy world and y'all got to let that go. Uh, this is yours. Can I you, you definitely level set us and I appreciate that. Um, thank you. I think it was the calming voice. Uh, definitely appreciate what you said. And thank you for your contribution to the discussion this evening. Uh, let me just read the super chat real quick. Cannon Wild says Abuela masculinity courses start next month for only $1,000 for 20% off. Use codes SIMP or SQUARE. Taxes may apply, he says. Yes, um, the code is SIMP in all caps um, for your 20% off for my Father's Day special that I like I'm running super chat. for this week. <laughs> that was a good one, player. Uh-oh, Miss One Dang C says is a mic. Got hella spit on it right now. Um, you guys are absolutely okay. ridiculous. But, but, but for his information, I'm in the Lexus right now. I just went to the cannabis store. I just got me some gelato, some cherry punch. I'm about to go back to my house with my three-car garage, have me a drink in the backyard with my husky in my gazebo, okay? So it is no spit. These are Bose headphones, okay? A snow woman bought them for me, man. They sound good, huh? You should get you some. They kind of okay. small. They come with a little case. You know what I mean? These are headphones, so no mic, nigga. That's another time. DJ Kuda would be proud of me. Mm. Okay. Well, Javon, okay. I'm sorry that we missed your earlier super chat. Um, he says, only thing Sir Ism can teach you how to do. Oh, no, we re read that one. Which oh, one did I'm we miss? sorry, child. Uh, That's what I was like. What did we miss? Yeah, if you type it into the chat, we'll go ahead and highlight it. Our apologies. That certainly was not intentional. Um, I think Wise Man was trying to go next. Well, wait, uh, man, what are your thoughts? I, I'm going I'm to I'm just leave it with this. Um, first of all, like, when I was saying a lot of people, I don't, I don't use the acronym of strong, or I mean the adjective of strong black woman or strong black woman in the way that most people would think. I don't, I don't mean a, a a woman that displays managed behavior. I'm talking about strong on her morals, strong on her self pride, strong on her self identity. Those on those kind of issues. That's what I mean, like a conscious black woman in a sense, right? However, I, I was just the point I was trying to make is. 
at the outstart, I was saying that the Pookie culture, because I was kind of addressing, you know, the, the subject that you had. Pookies are created out of this kind of environment of the devaluation of women, right? Women all across the board, because it ain't just black women. It's just women in general. When you when you lower the value of women, pookies come out because pookies chase women. And if women are, are at a lesser value, a pookie's going to live off a woman. Pookies have something to fight for because they want to be taken care of. And I just my personal point of view, I see a man that's looking to be taken care of by a woman as a feminine man. That's feminine to me because, in my opinion, femininity is someone that needs to be taken care of. So when you have men that are living off of women, to me, that's feminine. A masculine energy or masculine men are men that go out enterprising and go in to provide. I think that we need to redefine manhood and what masculinity is as men. Uh, as an FOI, that's what I do. Uh, we deal with men. And part of that is responsibility and taking taking charge of your community and, and you know, and your family and whatnot. What you gonna say next? The black woman is God, nigga. Oh my God! Well, I gotta be all right for one. For one, no, 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 Let me let me say this, bro. For one, bro, I don't see. I mean, you 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 calling me a nigga? I didn't I didn't disrespect you, but that's cool. I understand how okay, you talk, so I'm not offended. Excuse me, black man. Excuse me. And and no, I'm not gonna say the black woman is God. That's not what I was saying. I said what I said. And I, I stand by what I said, but that's just a different point of view from another man. And like you said, every man going to take what he takes from a, uh, from what grandfather said, from what this one said, from what that one said. I'm coming from my vein of, of thought. And that's all. I'm not disrespectful to that culture. I came, actually came out of that culture, so I understand it very well, you know. But I just, you know, I just want to advance our people. That's my goal. That's just me. Um, and I respect what the sisters is doing. I respect everybody on the panel. And that's why I'm going to leave it. But peace and thank you for letting me have my say. I appreciate it. And congratulations to Sister Concrete for getting married. Both of you sisters is married and, and you married to black men. So I, I really love it. So I uh, continue to be an example for other, you know, continue to be the example or the contrast to some of these other women that are out there. So I appreciate that. And that's my time. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, wise man. You know, we love when you come on and drop some knowledge. So thank you to, for contributing to the discussion this evening. All right now, let me contribute to the to the uh, super chat. <laughs> Y'all have a good. We appreciate that too. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Salute, Thank you. Salute to you, brother. Excuse me for calling you a nigga. I, I, he earned my respect. Some dudes, I have to talk to him like that because these dudes be kind of gang banging on wax on YouTube. So I can't be being nice to dudes that talk crazy. So that excuse me, brother. That brother sounded very intelligent. So I'm gonna speak to him until he disrespect me. So my bag on that, brother. But hey, man, everybody got different doctrines of the game. Whatever worked for you, y'all do it. I know I be saying comedy but they say hey it's a lot of truth and humor so i bring it with a little comedy on my thing the show was going one way i look down here y'all got almost 300 chats so ism brings something to the table whether you're talking about me good or bad hey all press is good press so y'all do what y'all gotta do in life uncle ism really love you young players i want to see y'all win this ain't no contest no big eyes little use i'm doing good in life great my son is going for his master's degree. Uh, they don't have no children. My daughter do. So I feel I did something right in life. So all we can do is each one, teach one. Listen. You know, you can't save the whole community. You start right in your household. So before Absolutely. I worry about Trump, Biden, and all them, I'm going to be the president in my house. That's what mm -hmm. I want you brothers to do, to teach your children so they won't be Pookie and Ray Ray's. And don't be an educated lame. Be a hip square. 
Have you some game about yourself? That's your man analytics, some swagger, be in shape. Women like that. That's where the Pookie and Ray Ray come in at. How you dress. Women like that. Okay? And be educated and take care of your family. Now that's what a woman gonna respect, man. And don't be crying if a woman leave you. I'm gonna give you about six weeks. You got to pick yourself up and let's get back to work. I thought y'all said y'all was some lions. Now let's go. We don't need all that MGTOW, all them names. Let's be M-A-N men and let's keep going on our path and stop crying about women. Women don't like crying men. Okay? So I'm going to salute Sister George, Concrete Worlds, and everybody on the panel. Appreciate you having me up here. Salute from the Macusfield. Thank, Thank you, you so sir, much, Ism. <laughs> they was they was coming at Ism, but I'm going to tell you one thing. He is entertaining as heck, and baby, he is so witty, and he never stops with the comebacks, and he, I absolutely love when he joins us. So, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, sir, Ism. Yeah, shout out to Wise Man. He says, peace to the family, brother Ism. Respect, black man. Beautiful discussion, family. Um, thank you so much, Wise Man. We definitely appreciate you coming through and uh, kicking it with us. Nerdine, yes. What are your final thoughts? Well, my final thoughts are, you know, uh, ladies, if if you know that you're getting with a with a with a pookie and stuff like that, don't complain about the outcomes. You know, the guys who are really worth something, they try to tell you, you know, uh, y'all put them in a friend zone. So, you know, don't be surprised what you get, what you get. Now, as the guys that are moving on, you know. They're getting snatched up by the by the women, by the women that that appreciate them. So when you know when I was looking at it this way, when you make when you when you do when you uh, do bad uh, actions and you get a bad result, you cannot expect other people to come in and and, and fix it. Okay, so you know, just like I told a, a a friend of mine, she kept she keeps on um, you know, making bad financial decisions and all that good stuff next and. Expecting me to come and bail her out. I'm like, no, I'm not I'm not doing anything financially so you can go back and do it again. No, it doesn't work that way. But um I'm just saying, you know, just um fellas who are um on their game and on their purpose and have and have things going for themselves, just keep going. You may get knocked down a couple of times, but you know, you gotta get back up and keep moving. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much for coming through, Nuradeen. Um, great point right. you just made. Absolutely. Thank you, Nuradeen. Yeah, hey, uh, congratulations, uh, Sister um, uh, Concrete Rose. That picture thank looks you. good on you. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate you. You can see my mug shots and beady beads, but I appreciate no, it. Anyway, you look beautiful. You look beautiful. <laughs> Stop. That was an insider, but thank you, Nuradeen. I appreciate you. Girl. All right. Have a good one. <laughs> you too. Thank you, Nuradeen. Um, Shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says, but I love being an educated lame, though. Mm -hmm. um, ain't nothing wrong with it. Live life. Um, yes. Somebody for everybody, especially the big old girls down in Mississippi who can cook some greens. <laughs> they for everybody. Mm. Listen, he know he wants some damn greens. Uh, shout out to Javon. He says, I'm not MGTOW. I'm NIGTO. Nakers going their own way. I hate y'all so much. Night, I really do. You, you tired. Mm -hmm. Not child. But yeah, this was a good conversation. Very interesting. We talked about everything except 
pretty much once the panel opened up, we talked about everything except uh, Pookie's having black women in a chokehold because maybe y'all derailed the heck out that conversation, but I ain't mad at it. It was funny and interesting and it made the conversation very lighthearted and I was just over here cracking up. Um, and y'all so know we needed that lighthearted energy with the negative <laughs> energy did. that these hoes are sending into me. So send me some positive <laughs> yeah. energy, please. And thank you. That part. Just had to say that. And thank you to everybody who super chatted us. Thank y'all for blessing us uh, with the super chats and all those who joined the panel. It was a very interesting discussion tonight. Yeah, I enjoyed everything. Mm -hmm. um, so shout out to everybody who came through and um, showed us some love. We definitely appreciate it. Um, please hit the like button on your way out. And if you have not subscribed, which you should, subscribe don't just watch from the cloud subscribe because you're gonna miss some there's some shit going I'm on trying here. To tell you. listen i'm getting ready to do a stream some sometime this week and um you guys might want to stay tuned i'm gonna talk about mm -hmm. all this bald head hoe shit going Ooh. on around here Baby, i'm, I'm staying tuned. tuned i got my i got my notifications on Stay tuned because I might have been on some ball here whole shit myself. Listen, mm -hmm. this will be all right though. Um, but uh thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of the week. We're out. Peace. I thought I was going to be out, but shout out to MGTOW Universe for becoming a new member. Welcome to the team and thank you. Okay, I'm out now. Bye.